Welcome back to Word of God. We are three English majors who have set out to analyze Supernatural now that it's done to figure out what was it supposed to be, what did it become, and how. I'm Ash, the old-time fan. My pronouns are vi, vim, or it, its, and you can follow me on Tumblr at the Voice of Night Vale with dashes. I'm Emma, the latecomer. I use any pronouns, and you can follow me on Tumblr at Lazarus Emma. I'm Wyatt. I use he, him pronouns. You can, I guess, follow me on co-host at Topple Throne. And you're the newcomer. Right. <laughs> Sorry, my I'm like in deep in in middle of the semester essay writing mode. My brain may be melty today. You're so All wild. I can think about are the moomins. <laughs> and you can follow this show on Twitter, Tumblr, and on TikTok at Word of Godcast. To explain that, I'm writing a writing a paper on the moomins. Oh, That's I thought you were just like really willing into to the accept moomins, it. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm. For, I'm in a I'm in a uh, survey of materials of, for children course, and we have to write about a author that is significant to the history of children's literature. And so I picked Tove Janssen because she's a cool lesbian, and I like the Moomins. You're so valid. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Today we're talking about episode season seven, episodes thirteen, Slice Girls, and episode fourteen, Plucky Penny Whistles, Magical Menagerie. Uh, content warnings for these episodes will include content warnings for this episode include dismemberment cannibalism a brief birth scene mentions of radical feminism adultery mention of genital mutilation eugenics bioessentialism suicidal ideation clowns childhood trauma shark attacks gruesome yet whimsical death drugs death of children off screen implied parental neglect drowning and mention of an anti-romani slur if you'd like us to warn for something we don't already flag, you can reach us through our ask box on Tumblr or send an email to wordofgodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also send any questions or comments or feedback, etc. through through similar Speaking of, vectors. Um, we have an anonymous ask that says, question for y'all. For Wyatt, I assume you've been largely avoiding spoilers for upcoming seasons, but is there a character or plotline you've heard is coming in the future you're particularly excited for? And for Emma and Ash, who are you most excited to get to in the rematch, rewatch, or are you most excited <laughs> for Wyatt to meet? Who the fuck is Jack? <laughs> I want to know. know. It's an eternal mystery to me. Do you have like an inkling based on? I get the vibe that he's like young. I don't know. Maybe they like have a have a kid they gotta look after. I don't know. Okay. Uh, also, I want to meet Felicia Day's character because even though I know she is a soon. woman and will die, uh, I, I like Felicia Day. Soon, and she she lasts a couple of seasons, I think. Hey, no, shush. Wait, yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> um. I am also excited to get to Jack. I also miss Rowena and Eileen. They are my Blorbos. I knew you were going to take Eileen, so I'm going to say Kevin. Oh, um, Kevin. So true. I also want to see what the deal is with Metatron, because I know, like, a little bit, but not a lot. Oh, yeah. God. God, this fucking show. <sighs> also, I want to say hi to Danielle, number one cast girl. So true, Queen. So Allegedly, she and, and Jensen call Misha their boyfriend. This is breaking news from Tumblr.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's con I think season, I need a hunt Jensen so... Nichols for sport. Uh, I think it would yeah. be. <laughs> it's con season, so those actors are out there saying shit, and we are out here reblogging it. Truly, that is what actors do, is say shit. Uh -huh. Jekyll's weighed in on what he thinks a re Dean cast reunion would start out like after, you know. So, <laughs> he's he's so crazy. He is insane. Speaking anyway. of being insane, 
Okay, yeah. So we're talking about this it. fucking episode. <laughs> God, Buck Lemming, I am hunting you both for sport. Anyway, I get it now. I get it now. I get it now. Yep. I'm so sorry, Wyatt. I was like, these other episodes are fine. <sighs> Why would you write this? You you truly Literally have why? tasted the ichor of of the worst that Supernatural has to offer, and it will only this get is, more okay. plentiful. If you are wise and are not watching the show and are just listening mm-hmm. to us, you you do you have no idea what you are in for. <laughs> this is the worst episode of the show I have seen up until this point. This is Family an episode remains. I wish could pretend didn't happen. I- Except that, of I would... course, they're going to mention it in passing next episode, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Family Remains is better than this episode. Racist truck. I've talked about... Bugs! Talked... Bugs! Wyatt, bugs! I had more fun with bugs! This you is the know thing. What? I rewatched okay. Bugs recently because my little brother and I have started Supernatural, which is really cute, so we're in season one. Um, and... Like obviously it's not a good episode, but we had fun with it. This yeah, is a miserable episode. This is this is just miserable. I was I was rolling stats for monsters for my upcoming ultraviolet grasslands game in the background watching this. I couldn't even be bothered. Oh, it was so bad. I think um, I was probably playing Genshin while watching this episode. The it, it so it was bugs for a long time, and then it was family remains. This is more vile than family remains. Like this, this like uh, uh, and and that's saying a lot because family remains is a vile episode. At least it was trying to like say but, something and trying to like be interesting. It failed miserably, but at least it tried. This is just this is the most like soap opera. Like this is beyond soap operas. Like this is like I don't know why you would write this. Like I am like, simply the, going to memory hole this episode because it's, it's such so a failure of like imagining that the characters are people and will do things that people will do. Yeah, and and like the I, so they named an episode in season four "Jump the Shark" and like we talked at the time about like eh, like this is fine like it sort of comes out of nowhere but also it makes sense for John's character to like just have another kid out there somewhere like the there's the good tragedy of like. They never got to meet their brother, even though they do later because he's brought back to life, etc. It's like, yeah, you know, like, it's fine. It works. And, like, they were doing a little wink-wink nudge-nudge at the camera for for that episode. But, like, it wasn't really jumping the shark. This is jumping the shark. They just jumped the shark. It happened. Like, (laughs) this is a moment that is so absurd that, like, you either have to forget it happened or, like... I don't even know what else you do with it. There's no Watsonian. There's nothing you can do. To put it in the greater supernatural timeline, it yeah. you just can't. And like I've to, we, don't think they, uh, they talk about it in really like glib fashion in the next episode too. They're like, yeah. ha, that happened, didn't it? Yeah, it's so <laughs> that's a thing weird. that occurred. Okay, okay, can we start talking about the actual episode? Yeah, so I'm that just, people who don't know what yeah, happened are yeah, completely yeah. lost. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've sort weird. of been like <laughs> trying to build up to it here. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, here is put your fasten your seatbelts, everyone. For this episode, um, it was written by Buck Lemming, which explains a lot. Um, our cold open guy is in an apartment when he gets snuck up on, thrown around, and killed. His hands and feet are cut off, and a wicked symbol is carved into his chest. Uh, Demon Dean and Sam are driving. The moment Dean wakes up from a little road trip nap, he drinks. He kept Bobby's flask and is coping. This part of the episode I did like. Mm-hmm. I like the, that he kept the flask. Move on. Sorry, yep. moving on. Sorry. In the morgue, they check out the body. Uh, there's not much. He was a moderately successful, relatively attractive uh, 
like 30 something man uh, and he's not the first guy to die like this and probably not the last uh they got dna evidence but the system doesn't recognize it it's not even human uh and i think they're in seattle in this episode they walk out of a, a building that has seattle written on it anyway well uh they're gonna split up sam's gonna go do research and dean is going to go to the bar dean being dean hooks up with a pretty lady and we get a sex scene intercut with a murder scene uh the next day dean and sam are at the most recent crime scene same deal Sam learns from a neighbor that the victim had cheated on his wife, so she hadn't been home. But it doesn't seem like the wife is doing this. After all, the killer is crazy strong, and it wouldn't explain the three other bodies. Dean realizes he left Bobby's flask at Lydia's house the night before, so he calls her Lydia is the girl he hooked up with. Uh, she is giving him the major cold shoulder and says that if she finds it, she'll call. Then the camera zooms out to reveal her extremely pregnant. I don't think she was like that last night. Uh, <laughs> We cut to a dimly lit room full of women. Lydia is giving birth. They named the baby Emma. Emma, have you been Emma, congratulations. I'm, How do you feel about being Dean's daughter? Um, I think I, myself, personally, am not Dean's daughter. This isn't even my actual name, so it's fine. It's Fair enough. It's true. Anyway, Dean loves me. <laughs> um... <laughs> Dean and Sam meet with a kooky anthropology professor. They give him the symbol to research. Since Lydia still hasn't called him back, Dean decides to go to her house and get the flask himself. He sees the baby, and she's, like, standing up. Definitely not a newborn. Um, he immediately imprints on this baby like a mother chicken. Uh, and then he overhears Emma talking. Not baby talk, but, like, full grown-ass adult sentences. Uh, Sam heads back to the morgue and finds out that there were identical cold cases in other states, and he gets a hold of the files of those cases... Dean is stalking Lydia because weird shit is going down and he sees some women leave with Emma, who is now like six or seven. Dean says she's five, but I don't know. I'm not good at guessing children's ages. Uh, Sam doesn't believe him, but then they get a call from the professor. Turns out the symbol is Greek, one used by the Amazons. Cut to the police officer lady talking on the phone. She's one of the Amazons and they know Sam and Dean are hunters. After some further research, Sam and Dean learn that basically they were turned into monsters by Harmonia to be super strong and stuff. Uh... The babies grow fast to replenish their numbers, I guess, and uh, their mating cycle is every two years, which lines up with the time frames of the previous cases. Essentially, they just fuck dudes and have babies and kill the dudes. Yeah. Um, while Dean and Sam are still researching, a piece of paper mysteriously shows up. Dean is convinced Bobby is haunting them, Sam not so much. Uh, the paper might be useful, but it's Greek, and uh, Sam and Dean don't read Greek, uh, so they gotta ask that weird professor again. Uh, Sam makes Dean stay at the hotel because the Amazons are out to get him. Predictably, uh, Emma shows up at the hotel room and asks Dean for help. She says she's going to run away from the Amazons, that she doesn't want to do all the terrible things they're making her do, etc. So Dean and Emma have a talk, and it's... Uh, the professor reads on the page that it's not the mothers who kill the men they mate with, but the daughters as a part of an initiation ritual. So now Dean is doubly in danger because the Amazons have the perfect secret weapon against him. Sad children. Emma is going to kill Dean, but he turns a gun on her. Sam bursts in and almost without hesitation shoots Emma and kills her. Uh, now they have to go take care yeah. of the rest of the club. When they get to the scary warehouse, though, everyone is gone. The last few minutes of the episode are spent with Dean and Sam arguing in the car about how Dean is coping and how Dean was doing the thing he accused Sam of doing, etc., etc., bringing back up Amy and all that stuff. Uh, and Sam begs Dean not to be so suicidal, and that's the episode. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Yep. <sighs> Yeah. I think my least, like, the the worst crime of this episode 
like, okay, first of all, if you wanted to do something with this, I could acknowledge that it would be something that you could do if, first of all, you gave it more space than the five seconds it happens in. Um, like, this is, needs to be at least a two-episode arc, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, like, actually have repercussions afterwards. This is mm-hmm. rushed as hell. Second of all, right after it happens, they're sitting in the car together, right? Sam is driving, and... <sighs> Dean goes, fine, just sit there and be pissed. Why the fuck is Sam the one who is pissed? How is that supposed to be the read we get of them? What? Huh? Huh? Yeah. I can't talk about Sam the end is... of the episode yet, though. Like, yeah. that's that's crazy. That is absolutely This is soulless bashing. Sam behavior. No, you're so right. Yeah. Like, this is something I would expect out of season six, Sam. I'm disappointed in you, Sammy. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I don't even know. Just the worst. Okay, so, Just the fucking worst. So, Amazons. Let's talk. Let's talk about Amazons. I don't have to Yay. talk about this episode. Um. Uh, I wonder if there's so, anybody who really likes this episode. They're like, yeah, oh, he's so compelling. I mean, the world is full of people. Yeah. Yeah. A lot so of I'm large wondering, numbers. like, what kind of person is it who likes this? <laughs> I want to say, if you're you out the there, yeah, can um, we pick your brain? So. No one knows who the Amazons were. Um, ev- y'all, so, I mean, everyone knows what Amazon is. Everyone knows about the Amazon rainforest, etc. Everyone's probably heard d- stories told of the warrior women, the Amazons. Um, there are too many historical examples and discussions of them for them to have fully been, like, a myth. Uh, but as the case is with ancient history, there's plenty of like uh, exaggerations and mythic qualities and stuff that obviously wasn't true. But like, it's all it all has to have come from somewhere. Um, from my research, uh, like kind of cursory research because I'm very busy. Uh, but um, modern archaeologists believe that the um, stories of the Amazons may have originated around um, Scythian and Samartian uh, warrior women because both of those cultures had a um, particular... uh, A lot of their women fought. uh, A lot of uh, Scythian and Samartian graves um, that had have been, like, uh, uh, examined... Uh, where were women buried with, like, uh, uh, battle armor and weaponry, etc., in a way that's like, well, okay, this 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 could be it. This was a place, like, kind of around, uh, like, close enough that it's distant from Greece, but still, like, stories could, could come, and, uh, you know, people went all over the place. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously there's lots of various myths and stories that we don't really need to go in here except for there is the uh the connection to harmonia is there um atrera was a um mythic uh was i believe the mythic founder of the amazons who was daughter of harmonia and of Ares. um so that's how they sort of like get uh put into the like greek mythological pantheon um and harmonia is the the goddess of you know what? Why don't you guess what Harmonious the goddess of? It's fairly obvious. Harmony? Yes. Yeah. Not exactly the god <laughs> I would associate with a tribe of bloodthirsty warrior women, but okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, 
the this is the thing is like they're the the bloodthirstiness of them the uh is is it depends on who's writing them and in what era of history because they have both been heroes and villains in a variety of stories um yeah we we have like hippolyta in the labors of hercules who like he ends also up also wonder woman's mom well yes also wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh okay well let's talk about the episode my first note is he's a sleepy baby he is a sleepy baby <laughs> and he um, wakes up and immediately takes a drink yes that's my second note yep <laughs> He says he's, he's like fine. honoring Bobby. This is like grief therapy. Oh, I forgot there's actual like broader plot stuff in this episode. I forgot we get more of what is very obviously Bobby's ghost. Well, we'll talk about that later. Hold on, let me bring up the transcript. I watched this episode last week. Yeah. Um but yeah, you know, they're coping, by which I mean they're barely coping. They're, they're doing so coping, great. What do you mean? quote unquote. Yeah. They're fine. Oh. I guess I like this cold open in a very like sensational horror sort of way. I like the shot mm -hmm. of the dude with his arms and with his hands and feet cut off and the horrible sigil carved into his chest. That was that was that was good. It's fun it's slasher movie. Yeah. Oh, I do want to say about in the the recap um, makes explicit the connection between Dean smiling at the end of the episode and Frank telling him to do it with a smile. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Vindication. Yeah, I did notice that. It, it, I I wanted to climb the walls. Yeah. Anyway, um, Sam mentions that, you know, four guys have had their hands and feet cut off, and Dean says some guy with a foot fetish run amok. Like, <sighs> what happened to heterosexuality? Tarantino murdered these guys? <laughs> but yeah, so they, they go check this out. They see Mr. No Hands, No Feet in the morning. Dean randomly flirts um, with this forensics officer who this, is a guy, by the way. Like, I do like this scene. <laughs> like, Dean just, like, bullshitting with this forensics officer he's like ours suck but great benefits package he's like oh yeah and he's like yeah 10 percent copay on all drugs seriously it's like oh but just generic right no no name brands are cool oh yeah i know i was like See, what but the fuck? can write banter this is really fun small talk for a yeah. character who's going to go nowhere yep. this is great we love bisexuality completely adds <laughs> nothing to the episode though yeah. Yeah, I really like it whenever the, the like morgue dude is like a funny little guy. The show likes to do that and I kind of enjoy it. But uh yeah. Um I, the the this guy this scene and then the the professor uh in this episode or like the two parts of this episode that I I like will will carve off and and say I enjoyed, but everything else fucking sucked. Yeah. I don't understand what my notes here say at all. It says not HC, and then in parentheses, puke. So I guess I really hated something. Oh, human centipede. Thank um, you, yeah. There's a great, <laughs> there's a great uh, Tom Cardi song that I believe is called Red Flags that's about going on a date <laughs> with someone, and it's going great until they say that their favorite film is Human Centipede. And the song's about, like, oh, she's so hot, though. Like, what if it works out? And it's like, oh, no, but what if I get eaten? <laughs> She's yeah. a 10, but her favorite movie is Human yeah, Centipede. Exactly, exactly. It's a great song. It's very funny. There's a good, like, I believe recently there was an animated version of it came, that came out that was also very, very good, like, the official music video. Go listen to that yeah. song. It's fun. Um, if you don't know Human what Human Centipede, Centipede is, congratulations. Don't look it up. Yeah, don't look it don't. up. Don't. It's really disgusting I and thought, bad. The... I thought I knew what Human Centipede was about. Yeah. And then I read if, the Wikipedia If you think, like, hmm, that sounds familiar and intriguing... Don't no. no. This is this is a genuine warning. It's really gross, and you will regret it. It's horrible. It. 
Human Centipede is truly the example of like, how can I just like, how much can I get by for a whole 90 minutes on this one stupid idea? <laughs> like, just, just how, like this, this gross out idea that I could just say and people would be like, ew, gross. What if I made a whole movie out of that? It's bad. Um, it is a kind of a funny bit of being like, yeah, it was a bad date, human centipede. Um, but, uh, yeah, Dean, there's a, God, there's another kind of interesting thing here. Oh, man, there's a thing I want to talk about, but skipping ahead slightly, I do like that this is sort of classic Dean. This is Dean going back to his old, like, early season ways that we haven't really seen him do in a while. He literally a, hasn't had a... sex since Lisa. Yeah, having a one night stand. Um, I know. It's, and I, I was literally like, it's been a while since we've had a sex scene. Yep. And they played ACDC. Yep. And then, like, the next morning, he's like, I'm getting too old for this. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, a, that's an interesting gesture towards, like, time passing and, like, Dean trying to, like, throw himself into who he used to be and then realizing that that's, like, not really who he is anymore. Yeah, um, that post that's like that. But also, he's like not fuck thirty. Like that. <laughs> he's not too old to have sex. No. Well, yeah, but there's to have like wild it's... sex with strangers. I, I, there's more to it than yeah. that. But it was drinking so hangover. Yeah, he's feeling the hangover more than anything. I he's think. living like he's yeah. Sore. He's living like he's twenty three and he's thirty. Like he's starting to feel like the back pain, mm. the morning hangover, etc. Like, you know how it is. Wyatt, you're twenty five. I'm twenty six. Oh my god, oh, yeah, that's you're 26, right. dude. Yeah, I'm no longer in dude. the 18 to 25-year-old demographic, which means I can you talk are now about being a an teenager. Yeah. A teenager. <laughs> when you're when you're 17, you're the dancing queen. No. <laughs> um Yeah, he flirts stages. he flirts Dean... with this woman. Oh. Yeah, Dean says that he speaks enough Japanese to get by. We're ah! learn Japanese. Okay, this is the thing. This is the other note I wanted to talk about. He's not. Remember? He's a weeaboo now. He's been watching anime. He's reached the second stage of being a weeb, which is that you watch enough anime and you start to know, like, five Japanese words and be like, I know Japanese. <laughs> He's watching it's... hentai as a way to connect to Bobby's memory. Oh, it's so Stop. funny. Well, this is my joke about, like, yeah, he's graduated from hentai to be like, let's just, I'm just gonna watch Naruto now. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Is Naruto good? No. Okay, I figured. I, I figured Dean would not graduate immediately to good anime. He would watch the shittiest anime yeah. first. Naruto's got some good stuff in it. It has nothing to do with the main plot or the main characters. <laughs> there's, would, like, interesting see, stuff like happening in the corners scale. of Naruto. Kakashi rules. Valid. It's like a sliding scale. There's hentai, and then there's anime that's basically hentai. Then there's bad anime, yeah. and then there's good anime. Um, you got it. You got there. <laughs> so back to back to supernatural. <laughs> um, no, yeah, this I don't is know an anime what... podcast now. I like this is my like joke reading of this scene. I don't think this is true, but also I don't know why it's here. Like, yeah, it's very weird. Yeah, speaking of weird, throughout this little date scene, there's just bizarre close-ups on, like, oh, yes. not even their yes. faces. Yeah. It's literally parts of like their faces. Like, we just see her mouth, her it's eyes, really his like... eyes. Baffling. Uh, this episode was directed by Jerry Wanek. Uh, this is his first directing in Supernatural. 
Will he direct more? What else has this guy done? Yeah, he has an episode in season nine and in season eleven, but just those. He's the um, production designer and oh. co-producer in season four. I, like he he's been involved in Supernatural, but now he's directing for the first time, and it's not good. Yeah. Um, I do like guy... that. There's like this intercut between Dean Dean and his sex scene and this man being attacked. Like the, the yeah that that scene was inspired I, I in a way that I was like that was pretty good. Is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the ACDC was a good choice also for the the dramatic irony of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like the first ten minutes of this episode are fine. Like it's also, only Dean when is on the bottom again. The shoe drop. It's true. Um, this guy's not a director, which is interesting. Um, Supernatural is the only show he has direct. He has directed three episodes of Supernatural, and that's all he's done. He's normally a production designer. So that's interesting. Yeah, there's definitely some, like, uh, uh, really unnecessarily exaggerated male gaze of, like, don't you get it? Dean thinks this lady's hot, so we're gonna focus on her lips. Yeah, okay, I like, I get it. You didn't have to do that. Yeah, like... It's kind of jarring. Like, there's a lot of cuts that were unnecessary. It's Uncanny Valley. Yeah, and it's, like, the, these two actors, like, this, the, the flirting here is, is, like, kind of fun. Like, I get it. Like, mm-hmm. you, you could just put them, you could just show them talking to each other. We don't need the constant, like, cuts yeah, and, like, it been, the, like, the framing really being, like... I think it might have been, like, show that, like, ooh, something suspicious is, you know, is there something I guess. about it. But, like, you could just tell the it's story, just... and we would get yeah, that. It's yeah, it's just off-putting. It was unnecessary. Um... But yes, then we get this murder sex <laughs> montage, which, as you said, is pretty good. Um, and then, uh, then Dean says he's too old for this. Sam says yeah. we're gonna need an expert, and Dean says our expert's dead. Yeah. Uh, they go to the crime scene. I guess they do. This is the same forensics officer, right? The guy they talked to him. The guy from earlier is in uh, the scene. Yeah, he recognizes them, so it is the same yeah. guy. So he does he does come back briefly, but um talk to the neighbor. Uh learn of the cheating, like you said, blah 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 blah. Oh right, Dean remembers that he left his flask uh at her place and is like she's very rude to him. Oh wait, hold on. on. The While they're talking to the forensics officer, um he says whoever the killer is, the guy's a monster. So just like a nice little misdirection oh yeah gendering yes um a woman could throw someone like that the, the neighbor being like yeah his wife was mad also really funny that like they're like do you know anyone who would want to harm jerry and the neighbor's like no everybody loved him i mean his wife just found out that he was cheating he and cheat she ran away wife. but she would never like uh-huh. you didn't even think of that at first very funny uh-huh uh-huh uh and then we see that lydia's pregnant and get this, like, I don't even know, the, like, vibes of the Amazons in their, like, weird, like, gilded chandelier room with all their, like, candles and, like, the, like, <sighs> the Amazon leader is, like, really intentionally styled in a way that is, like, the costume design and the, like, uh, hairstyle, etc., is all there to evoke the idea of the, like, quote-unquote shrewish woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, she's very stern-looking, she has those bangs, she has, like, the, like, 
uh, buttoned up suit on. She talks yeah, she in a very like stern, domineering fashion. Seen. She has darker hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like great, great gender uh, politics here. Um, speaking of, there's a, there's a lot about like oh the the pain of childbirth is an honor. Like there's this weird like uh-huh. rad femme cult vibes over here. Oh yeah, all of these women are turfs probably. <laughs> yeah, which isn't even like a bad thing to include like i don't mind if you make yeah. the claim but like do something with it mm-hmm. and you know it wasn't intentional yeah well i think they're well generously like they could have been gesturing towards this idea that like a women only cult would have like weird ideas and yeah. violent ideas of what it means to be a woman and how mm-hmm. childbirth is so special and blah 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 and they just like kind of accidentally recreated radfem exactly. ideology yeah yeah uh, yeah, and there's like the weird, like, uh, uh, scary collective being like, she doesn't even name her own child. The, the when they line all the kids up earlier, there's like an almost like military fight, which like they're Amazons, I guess that makes sense. But the the leader is like, the leader is the one that names her, not her mother. Mm-hmm. It's, it kind of, I think, is reminiscent of like shitty sci fi stories where it's like, oh, what if there was a woman-led society yeah. and they oh, just yeah. like recreate like the violence of, of this, the patriarchy yeah, yeah like, i think it's, it's, women it's did very much that yeah yep or what if lord of the flies was girls yep it's like you don't understand anything <laughs> um and like authors have done interesting things with that idea i haven't read mm-hmm. it yet but the um was it the shattered land the, it's not it's not the broken earth because that's a different story but uh cameron shattered empire the broken heavens um oh no sorry that's the third book the world breaker books by cameron hurley i know like i've heard people talk about it uh where she has set up an intentionally like um uh hierarchical matriarchal society and her point is like yeah, these, like, systems of hierarchical power are bad, no matter, like, which, no matter who is in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, Hierarchies like, are bad. The people yeah. inside of it, like, doesn't really change that. Yeah. You can't girl um, boss your way out of, out exactly. of <laughs> tyranny here. But, like, again, that's what the whole, that's, like, a big part of what the story is about, where this is just, like, gesturing towards the, like, um exoticized like lurid depictions of this sort of thing that you're talking about like that goes all the way back to the original greek like myths and stories about the the mythical amazons and their men killing etc very much dudes being like oh shit what if that happened to us yep yep (laughs) um so yeah they go talk to this professor who tells them about amazons um this guy's great Uh uh-huh i love this professor (laughs) they're they're like He's so really can you help us? And he's like, it's possible I could. Even likely is the FBI offering suitable remuner- remuneration. Like, this guy wants to get paid. <laughs> he's a college professor, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, they, they I, promise I to pay him with... Sam says the respect of a grateful nation, which is very funny. Yeah. And Dean says, uh-huh. and a good word with the IRS, which is even funnier. They don't uh-huh. have that power it's... at all. Uh-huh. And then he's like, he accepts this. Um, it's like, oh yeah, get that, get those tax rebates. Um, yeah, this professor is played by the guy who played the mayor in Buffy the Vampire Slayer in the early seasons. Huh. I was like, do I recognize this guy? Like, yeah, he's from Buffy. Um, 
and he is he is really playing it up. He's a fun character. I hope he comes back because he's one of the few good parts of this episode. Well, the fun thing is I no longer have the ability to tell you about minor yep. characters like this because I have never been here before. I never could because oh. my brain is full of holes. <laughs> so yeah, he's like, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. He's like, tomorrow? I spent entire sabbaticals on a project like this. He's like, Professor, we have a serial killer on our hands. Your government needs you. It's like, gentlemen, my housekeeper needs a green card. Which is so good. There's, there's something there. There's things there. There's yeah. things there. There's things how, being gestured towards. Especially because they cannot get this housekeeper a green card. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have that power. They are lying. Yeah. But nice on this professor to like. Yeah, nice of him <laughs> to think of her. Use his powers for good. Yeah. Um, really shitty of Sam and Dean to use this the the force of the state to yep. like fund their murder sprees in ways that like hangs this per this random person out to dry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's gone. Oh, it it's it's just. It's just weird. Well, there's something interesting here for me in they talk about in the next scene of being like, well, this guy's nothing compared to Bobby. Um, like, he's, uh, uh, Sam says he's supposed to be a top expert in his field. And he's like, yeah, well, when his field includes things that go bump in the night, he's going to be worth the breath we just wasted. Um, so it's like, there is something interesting about them having to, like, uh, uh, both resort to someone who can only kind of help them and also to, like, have to go back to like lying and cheating, etc., when they don't have the support network that they did previously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they're not just like stealing; they're specifically using the government as their yes mm -hmm. legitimacy. Yeah, promising things that they cannot promise under false pretenses. No, I mean they do this all so the time, like the but government. more so as a more the stick part than the carrot part, like the threat mm -hmm. of the state rather than mm -hmm. the the potential help of the state. Mm -hmm. Which it's one thing if like you threaten, you know, guys in black suits to come in in the night, and that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Like they don't have any reason to look that gift horse in the mouth. Yeah, exactly. In the mouth. If you promise a green card and none materializes, yeah. then 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 they can be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get a like uh, uh, bad cop routine in the next episode. This also is like, oh, huh, this is interesting. This is like they've yeah. done this before, but it's like particularly, it's both like kind of silly, but also like it's, it's gross. That's what it mm. is. Yeah, it's gross, but also like I don't know. It's the way they think about how state power works and like how they can use it. Yeah, I don't know. we'll talk about. I know that. they That's... do like they nod towards the authoritarianism of of the government, and yet. Yeah, well, they yeah, exist it's outside like, of the state in yeah. a way that lets them make use of all the benefits yeah. of the state. And, and like they know it's bad. Like Sam knows them. it's bad, like, but he's mind. like, mm -hmm. "Well, I'm gonna do this anyway because it'll help me them. find." Yeah. Well, and it, also it doesn't work. Okay, we'll talk. Next we'll episode talk is better than this episode. one. I would I would rather be talking about that one, but we're stuck yeah. here. Um, I do think it's funny in this episode how. Sam is like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're interested in this girl. You actually know her name. Yeah. You are so mature now, Dean. This is so funny. He's really funny this episode, Sammy. Before mm -hmm. heavy sigh, before anything else happens in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> Sam's like, wait, so some girl's actually dumping you the morning after? A win for women. Uh-huh. Diversity win. 
Uh, so Dean goes back to get his flask. Um, that's where we meet baby Emma and hear her chatting. <laughs> uh, and this so is where bizarre. I was like, oh, okay, this is what the episode's going to be about. <laughs> okay, great. All right. Okay. <laughs> Withering yeah. away into a skeleton. Um, before he sees, well, before he hears the baby talking, right, he... His phone rings, and he goes, oh, sorry, I gotta take this. But he actually says sorry to Emma, which is so fucking cute. Yeah. Like, he's like, sorry, he baby, so I have to walk to away. Yeah. He loves babies. He likes kids. We got next Somebody episode, also. Baby. Good Dean bonding with a kid episode. Uh-huh. It's yeah. been a while Let's, since we've uh, had good Dean, Dean yeah. and children. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna get this man a baby. I was gonna say something that's gone. Oh yeah, remember back in like season two or whatever, with when we first met Ben and Lisa, and the show was like, "Wow, wouldn't it be wild if Dean like had a had a secret <laughs> son he didn't know about? Wouldn't that be wild? No, we're not gonna do that. That'd be silly if we did that." Meanwhile, this episode just like smashes through the wall like the Kool Aid Man. <laughs> what if we threw aside all propriety and like good taste? <laughs> Not that the show has necessarily Listen, weird shit happens a, to them all the time. I would love yeah. it if they actually made this into like the season arc of like dealing with this. Right, wild kind shit. of like, but well, again, the 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 Virgin Supernatural, the Chad Buffy the Vampire Slayer, right with Dawn of being like, well, you're not actually Buffy's sister, like and like. All this, there's all this supernatural nonsense around this, but like you're a human being, and we're going to like accept you and adopt you into the group anyway. Like even if you were not born as Buffy's sister, like that is what that is like the life we live now. And she's just gonna be like, yeah, I have a sister now. Like yeah, I never but, got up uh, to Don, but that's good to hear. Yeah, the, the Don's great. The Don stuff is good. I I like Buffy, even though it has problems. <laughs> um. So Sam yeah. goes to investigate again, um, and he gets asked, like, why are the feds involved in this? And Sam kind of stammers for a bit, and the forensics officer, here he is again, um, like, provides him an alibi without meaning to. He's like, I figured it was because it's similar to the other cold cases. And Sam's like, yo, what he said, liar boy. Yeah. Literally. Ghastly gatekeep girl boss. It's funny. Anyway, Sometimes and then he's like, oh, yeah, I, am, I left the cold cases in the office. Do you have any for me? <laughs> he plays it really smooth. Man. It works, but he's so funny. Uh-huh. This coroner, there's probably a reason why he doesn't work with, like, patient data. <laughs> uh-huh. This is a HIPAA nightmare. Um, so Dean, like, spies on... Uh... Lydia outside in the car while he and Sam have a conversation on the phone. Uh, Dean's like, something's up. Well, Sam's telling him about what he just learned. Um, and then Dean follows uh, Lydia and Emma. And I think this is where Emma is left to go into the, like, Amazon, like, commune house thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and as Dean watches this happen, like, Emma drives away, right? And Dean goes, I hate when this happens. What does that fucking mean? Um, yeah, what? Literally baffling dialogue. There is no reason to make him say something like that. It doesn't make any sense. He's being silly, presumably. Like, like, oh yeah, my life is so fucking weird. But like, whatever. I didn't like it. Now is not the time, Dean. I hate when this yeah. happens. I hate when babies turn into five-year-olds and get driven away by a cult. Damn, well, I don't think he, so annoying. I don't 
think he's quite there yet in terms of like what he thinks is going on, but it's more just like, man, I hate when stuff parts of my life that I thought were normal turn out to be supernatural stuff. Okay, that's fair, I guess. That's the that's the read I had of why he said that. Like, man, couldn't this like one night stand I had just have been like normal instead of weird <laughs> and suspicious? Fine. <laughs> I'll allow it. Um then there's a bit where Dean is explaining this to Sam, right? And he's like, she didn't have any kids when I was there. No playpens, no blankets, no rubber ducks. And Sam's like, right, like you would have been focused on that kind of thing. And Dean says, that's the first thing you notice, red flags. Um, Okay, playboy. Yeah, uh, literally. And yet, so he's he's doing his little persona of like, ooh, God forbid women have children or attachments. Um, But then he's like, yeah, Emma wasn't saying baby talk. And Sam goes, now you know so much about child development. Sam, think for one fucking second why he might know about child development. Think for yourself for one second. Don't don't speak to your mother like that, Sam. (laughs) Oh, I guess he does. All right, I forgot how little like uh baby emma was no you're right so he does see her when she's like she looks like she's five so yeah he is he he does know a bit more about like i don't know if he knows that she's his daughter yet but yeah he definitely he did see the like the super aging like well that's weird he says this morning emma was a baby by sunset she's hannah montana early years he's so funny he knows who hannah montana is Uh uh-huh so true um this is where we get this like heard in years weird ritual they all eat some eat some flesh emma has earrings in this scene when did she get earrings girl didn't they give her like a like a like a necklace or something earlier well yeah lydia gave her her necklace yeah so i don't know it's like they get they stopped by claire's on the way to the commune (laughs) got my flesh branded at claire's You can get one choker, but you have to get your ears pierced by that scary gun. I did so not these get are like they're, they're players, but they they were at the mall. These like flesh chunks are from the murder victims, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. yuck, man meat. Yeah, I thought the thing was like they're eating like a piece of their like dead dads, but but she doesn't have. They don't have a piece of Dean. No, it just says we consume that we kill. Yeah, we consume that kill for Harmonia, which like I don't know. if Whatever. I don't know if that's what Harmonia would want. I mean, I guess it is in the <laughs> show, but as we know, all 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 pagan gods are are bloodthirsty, etc. In in uh-huh. the supernatural imaginary. Um, I guess we see the thing. I don't even know, because Emma hesitates, right? Or yeah. do we see her? I don't think this. The transcript doesn't say that she eats. I don't remember if we see her eat, because she does definitely hesitate. So we are Looking. supposed to get the vibes that she is a sympathetic monster. No, nah, she she eats. Okay, she hesitates well, though. Yeah, she she's hesitates. a reluctant monster. There's a bit of like, oh, the Dean genes are in her. I guess. <laughs> I I was literally thinking that I was like, is this about some kind of bioessentialist shit where yeah. like the good guy genes are making her reluctant, as if these other guys would be totally fine with like hunting and killing Murder. and eating people. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, it feels like writers of a certain generation, particularly around, like, fantasy stories, just love bioessentialism, and I don't get it. Like, it's the Disney thing of, like, your your parents, like, you look exactly like your parents and act exactly like them, too, etc. Like, I was just watching uh, the terrible uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi Star Wars TV show, and, like, in that, there's, like, this whole thing where, like, 
he talks to Leia and he's like, "Oh, you have the you have the perfect trait. You have like the good traits of both your your dad and your mom." And I'm like, "She didn't know either of them." Yeah. Like like I understand people like having the traits of their parents when like they're raised by those parents and they're like socialized into them, etc. But like she didn't know Anakin. Like, there's no like so so like, and Star Wars obviously is the good gene story ever since like midichlorians are invented. But it's very <laughs> like, okay, so I guess like personalities are just burned into people from the good from their of Bail DNA. Organa. Yeah, he doesn't talk about like. Listen, yeah, Bale's full of good traits. That guy rules. Bale's like, you could guy. talk about like your your adopted dad. Like, he Bale doesn't matter. Ninety five percent of that. Like, the first three episodes of that show is about how, like, adopted family is real family. Yeah. I don't anyway. get it. It's, it's, it's bad. I hate, I hate it whenever media does this. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they go back and talk to the professor. He's like, here's this evil symbol, blah, 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 Amazon's Harmonia. Dean brings up Wonder Woman. <laughs> it's very, very funny that the professor calls the comic book silly perversions, considering who the Amazons are in this episode. Yeah. Considering that this is the supernatural. Yeah, like, Wonder Woman is more respectful to the idea of Amazons than this. Uh-huh. Um, I do like that the Amazons, like, uh, uh, look into them. It's like we see mm-hmm. one of them who is, like, in the... She's, like, a policewoman, right? Yeah, I think she's, like, in the, the, in the, the office anyway. A, a detective or something. Yeah. You know what, That's I will fun. say... Thank God, at least for this one small mercy, which is that even though it says first cutting off certain body parts, there is no implication that they are castrating these men at That's any true. point, which That's is true. would have been have so that. easy you're to right. do, and thank God they did not. Yeah, you're right. Literally, literally, that is exactly what I thought. I was like, is there is there dick implied here? But I know that I feel like they, they didn't do it because it would have been too hard to keep it within the rating. Mm. Yeah. But thank God they didn't. I guess genital <sighs> mutilation is... Um, <laughs> Just outside of that PG-13 rating, huh? Uh-huh. That's not PG-13, is I think it? they probably could have managed to imply it, but they probably didn't want to squeak it past, so... I thought it was TV-16. Yeah. This is the dick joke season. It might be. It is the dick joke season. It might be TV-16. I don't know. Isn't it 14? Supernatural rating age. Oh, it's TV-14, apparently. Okay. TV oh, but... Oh, here. wait. In some places, it's 16+. plus. I don't know. Age ratings are are complicated and vary by nation. Apparently on Netflix sometimes it shows up as TVMA. I don't know, whatever. Um Yeah, so this again, ugh, I hate that there's stuff in here that's kind of interesting. Just like the way the Amazons talk about the boys, like they call them thugs, uh vigilantes. Like we've dealt with hunters like this before. I talk about them being the crazy murder spree brothers. Um I don't know. I like it when the monsters are like, these guys are thugs. Like, these are the bad guys. I think that's fun. But, like, again, it doesn't really go anywhere. We don't get them. We don't get, like, a a passionate argument for Amazon culture and their need to survive or whatever. Nope. It's just, like, a little nod toward some interiority. Um, They're going through Bobby's notes. Yeah. Um, Sam would have killed him to have a system, and Sam says he has yeah. a system. His files are set up like his brain, which is so cute, especially because it's in present tense. Yeah, I love that. Oh, mm-hmm. that's their dad. 
Yeah, so they're having trouble, like, uh, sorting through his stuff. And this is, is this the scene? It comes up shortly where, like, they just happen to find the right piece of paper. And, like, this yeah. wasn't here before. It shows What's up, up on top that? of the pile. Yeah, yeah. And Dean is like, this can't be a coincidence. And Sam is like, how could you possibly know it's in fucking Greek? <laughs> mm-hmm. And Dean is like, your lack of faith disturbs me. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars. Yeah. Um, there's a bit here where Sam is explaining the backstory of the Amazons, right? We already went over this. Harmonia, quote, turned them into monsters. Sam says, basically, they became more than human, which is really interesting to me because normally they would refer to monsters as less than human or other than human, at least. Like, more than human is interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, better than human, maybe. Like, more? Software update. Yeah. And, And we have more of the stuff here of, like monsters versus people and like people being turned into monsters and in the way that i always find it interesting when the show does this unfortunately in this case it sucks Mm -hmm. yeah there's a there's a quick bit here where they're like is there some special way to kill them or do they just die like people guess what they just die like fucking people it's so easy i what i want to know is if they do this every two years and they're like trying to build an army like how are they not everywhere where is that yeah Yeah. where's their fucking army like, like they are simultaneously a, like, framed as a very small group of people that mostly just, like, uh, uh, like move around from place to place and, like, get by on the edges or whatever. Maybe uh, like, this there's is not just a the lot American of them subset. in any scene. Yeah, I guess, but, like, there should they, be more of them if here. they, like... It doesn't. I don't get the no, sense that they're like sense. constantly dying. Like, are they? Are are their like whole lives accelerated? Like, is this like maybe, a, a maybe Star maybe they Wars came out of purgatory? Situation? Like, like they just came out this year. And that's maybe, why there's yeah. only a couple of them. No, oh, maybe. Maybe. Although they seem pretty well adjusted to. Uh, actually, hold on. Life. They just said it happens every couple of years. Can't yeah, yeah, actually, hold on. Never mind. Well, that's what I was saying. This is like the mating cycle is every two years. They send out all the women who have reached childbearing age, et cetera, which means yeah. like they grow up, which like that whole, that, it's that's like, like, that's, that's gross, but you know, yeah. so it goes, I guess. Um, yeah. I mean, it looks like the aging process is basically like for two days they are, you know, reaching teenhood and then kind of become it normal down aging. Bit. So I guess they have to, like, manually reach childbearing age at that point. Whatever that's supposed to mean. Also, there's something, like, gross in, like, the gesturing towards eugenics way of, like, the threat is reproducing faster than normal people. It, like, gross. Mm-hmm. That's nasty. That happens yeah. in all kinds of bad propaganda. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our infiltrating enemies are everywhere and they have babies faster than us. Gross. Yep. Yeah. It's it's bad. Yeah. Well, and also they they are explicitly doing the eugenics thing because they only mate with like relatively oh, yes, successful, yes. attractive people. Nope. Yeah. Which I don't know what eugenics all genes. around. Yeah. Thanks, Buck Lemming. Yeah. Which I don't know what what the purpose would be of sleeping with a rich guy because like that's not genetic. Nope. Ambition is in your fucking genes now. How to beat capitalism? It's, it's in there. It's in your X chromosome. There, like Dean did make a point of mentioning that all the guys are decent looking, which is weird. Except that you know you don't want an ugly Amazon baby. Yeah. Like goddamn, every yeah. part of this sucks so bad. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah, we get another scene of like them doing their like ritual stuff. We have some some great language around fulfilling your tribal destiny. Great, more right. exoticization. 
Like, I see what yeah. they're doing here of, like, they're using the language with which Amazons were described in ancient Greece and being like, haha, isn't it so funny that they're dressed as, like, PTA moms? It's like, no, I don't really care. I don't think it's funny. Yeah, no. it's not funny. I just think it's bad. <laughs> um, They're getting Emma ready to go do murder. Um, Bobby gets some the paper. Uh, they bring the paper to the professor, right, to look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like super late. He's like, "I have office hours. The FBI isn't paying me enough for this." Sam says, "We'll remove, remove your wiretap." Wire yeah, which is genuinely like, again, very like, funny. It like, is funny. Again, He's like, what? gestures towards all the like politics we were mentioning yeah. before, but extremely funny. Yeah, bluff to pull out of there. Yeah, and then Emma and shows up. They can follow somewhere. through on because it doesn't exist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. See, this is what I mean. Threats are easier than than rewards. Yep. And then Emma shows up at Dean's door. Hi, Emma. I don't want to talk about this scene. Can we be done now? <laughs> God. Yeah, so... I, I I started that like I was going to go have a sentence, and I didn't have a sentence. Like, it's it's just like such a stupid twist because they've set up twice now that Emma is not like other Amazons. She's not like the other murder girls. She's sensitive. She's caring. She's escaped and gone to find Dean so that she can ask him for help. But like, of course, of course, she's not actually like that because she is a monster and she is going to try to kill Dean because that's her destiny because blah, 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 blah. But it's so hard for her because he is her father and he's weird, but he feels weird about hearing her say like it's, it's so fucking bad. Hey, doesn't she have like scary snake eyes? Also, doesn't her face get jacked up? Yeah, when they like. Yeah, there's like this weird yellow know, skin like, they do. Yeah, the 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 for the, no fucking the, reason. Their face around their eyes gets weird. Yeah, but a bit of CGI to know, so you know that they're monsters and it's okay to shoot them. Literally. Yeah. I the fucking uh, this up ugh this up I don't understand what this episode is trying to do or say. It is like so like lurid. Yeah, there's the premise a, is when Emma's still trying to Dean get his a monster baby. There's which could have been what? so fucking cool, except yeah. that they just resolve it in two minutes. So yeah. Emma is like, um, you know, they said they told me you're a hunter, so maybe you'll understand, which is sweet, very cool idea. Um, she's like, I, then I'll leave you alone. I know you don't want me, and he goes, all right, let's not go there. This isn't a like this isn't normal, right? Which. I do like, I will say, I like the idea that he's uncomfortable thinking of himself as a father. We know that he has baggage around that. Um, the The idea of a child being looking at Dean and being like, you're my dad and I know that you don't want that. And that putting him on guard, like, that's great. That's genuinely compelling. Mm-hmm. Why don't we actually get to do anything with this? Um, and she points out that why on earth would she know what normal is? I do it's like true. that there's stuff in here that's like, oh, wait a second, she's lying. Like, she says, you're a good man. My mother told me that. She doesn't know yeah. Dean. Dean's her enemy. Like, they're just talking about, like, this guy's like a hunter. We got to kill him. Um, And also, like, she says, they stick you in there. You trust them. It's all you know. Like, she's been alive for, like, ten minutes. How does she know anything about, like, de- being deprogrammed? Like I, I part of me wonders what if this up? is I'm like Emma, a, I'm two days old and I never fucking yeah. learned what a normal situation is. Yeah, this is like I, I almost wonder if this is the script that they give them. Like this is the bit that they do is like here, tell them this. Well, like, I feel like they probably like, did script this scene for her, but, but yeah. I don't think they need to do it for the people who don't know what a hunter is. 
No. no. You know, like normal guys, you can just like, go after them and kill them. Sure, like, sure. For right, Dean right, Winchester, yeah. who's going to be on guard. It's a little bit harder to just murder him. Yeah, and it's, it's, Dean's like, you know, this isn't a normal situation. He's like, how would I know? Three days ago, I wasn't even alive. Uh, you get this my last chance to have anything normal ever, right? She doesn't know what normal is. Yeah, which is tragic. It, this is so delicious. And then Sam walks in. Okay, I mean, I skipped. Well, before the that, Hold on Sam's a talking to the professor. Uh, yeah, and, and is like, discovers that it's going to be the daughter who kills him, whatever. Well, no, I do want to say there's a good Bobby moment here where the professor's like, where did you get it? And it sounds like a crazy drunk old genius. The professor's like, yeah, they always have the good stuff. Yeah. So true. I love this professor. Uh, but yeah, then, yes, it's just like uh, the ritual requires the child born must kill her own father. And sounds like what? And then, yeah. Back. Cut back to Dean and Emma. There's a typo in the transcript here. It says Dean crosses him arms. <laughs> <laughs> Dean, she says it's been a tough sweet 16. Again, how does she know any of this like stuff about human yeah. culture? Like does does she does it get did downloaded they, into her beam, brain? Like, like television into her? Did they, you know what? Maybe she was an iPad baby. <laughs> <laughs> they put her in front of the like clockwork orange like image cascade. <laughs> God, yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but don't worry about it. Yeah. The point is, she talks like Dean. Yeah. Yes. And Dean is, like, not exactly falling for it. Yeah, he's skeptical, yeah. but he's willing to believe his goddamn daughter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Sam fights that cop from earlier before he gets back to, to Dean. Yeah, because she's an Amazon. Yeah. Um, And she does, she's in fact, die super too. easily. But his phone is smashed, so he can't call Dean, which, it, again, yeah. like, not terrible. A little contrived, but I can accept it. This is supernatural. And then she's uh, she's she got a knife. She telegraphs yeah. her her betrayal. And I'm Literally. Like, she waits for him to turn his back. He's looking in the fridge, which, by the way, has nothing but cheese and a burrito in it. Um, <laughs> he's so funny. You really live like this? Um, anyway, and like, why did you wait for him to turn his back if you're just going to announce your, exactly. like, literally say out loud, doesn't make a difference as you take out your knife? Like... Why didn't you just stab him then? Yeah, literally, girl, just stab him. Whatever. Silly. So now he has a gun pointed at his daughter. Name something more iconic than Dean and pointing a gun at his children. I'm going to fucking <laughs> kill you. I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to crawl through my screen and I'm going to choke you out. You can't do that because once you come out of my screen, I'm going to start kissing you and then what? <laughs> Destroyed. Defeated. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I can't choke somebody who's kissing me. Anyway, so Sam is rushing back. We keep cutting to him, like, running red lights and whatever, as Emma and Dean have their little standoff. Um, Emma says, I have to kill you. Dean says, is that what they told you? And Emma says, it's what I am. Oh, girly, the Kool-Aid. He's like, I should just kill you right now. And she's like, you could have done that 30 seconds ago. It's like, it's weirdly hard, isn't it? It is for me. Knock it off. How could it not be? You're my father. What does that even mean? Dean kills things all the time. Yeah. It's hard for her to to. It's hard for her him, to kill him. Like, exactly. Yeah. But like um, again, it doesn't mean anything to her. She's been alive for three days. Yeah. Thank but you. She's, uh, yeah. Well, you're supposed to believe in the biological family's unbreakable ties. Um, she's she says you're my father, and he says, "Hey, we're not going to do that." She says, "But it's true." Yeah. She's still it, like appealing to it to try to soften him so that she can kill him, which because she is in fact trying to kill him because she is yeah. in fact evil because she is in fact yeah. a monster. Like it's so stupid. Not gonna go there. He's so 
Anyway, and then Sam comes in. Dean's like, just leave. Like, walk away. I won't come after you. You haven't killed anyone yet. And then, uh, then Sam bursts in. She says, please don't let him hurt me. And then he just shoots her and she dies. <laughs> yeah, which I get... Weird line. Like, is she still trying to play the game? Does she repent in that one second? Like, uh, what are we supposed to read well, from that? We're, we're supposed to think about it and be like, hmm, I wonder what could have been. Yeah, stupid. It makes me wonder why... What could what could be if Buck Lemming was not in the writer's room? <laughs> anyway, I, and I, my notes uh, here say crimes with um, four exclamation marks. And then, boo, we hate your anticlimactic pussy. Yep. God, it's so awful. It's so stupid. So yeah. we get like this weird cut where it's like while they're running to the to the Amazon base and like they're all gone. Like, let's kill all of them. We're ready to do it. And it's like, well, nothing. And then this episode them talking in the so car. Boring. And then Sam is the one who's pissed. And Dean's like, uh-huh. listen, we'll get them next time. Fine. Don't answer me. Just be pissed. And Sam was like, you were so mad at me when I didn't kill Amy. You killed the monster. And Dean says, I was Arr! going to. Oh, my God. Why Sam is Sam the one who's the mad? Dean, Sam just murdered his daughter in front of his face. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's like, I was going to. Sam's like, oh, the hell you were. You think I'm an idiot? What, you think I am? You were going to let her walk. No, I wasn't. That's ridiculous. Look, man, she was not yours. Not really. Actually, she uh, she was really. She just happened to be a crazy man-killing monster. Yeah, he says, but she she just also Ugh. happened. Like, the acknowledgement that she can be both things is, like, the only acknowledgement we're ever going to see, I guess. Because she's dead. Because Sam shot her in front of Dean without talking about it at all. And now he's mad at Dean. Fucking insane. Also, there's like a... Sorry, I went back in my notes a little bit. Um, They're like, yeah, next time they surface, we'll be ready. That should be in two years. Are they coming back in season nine or are we never talking about <laughs> no. them again? I'm pretty sure they I do not come back I hope we never hear nine. about them ever again. Yeah, I literally well, wrote in my I notes thought. and I was like, hmm, what is season nine about? I don't remember the Amazons being there. Which is not necessarily confirming, but... Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just gonna look. I'm like Amazon Supernatural. Wyatt, would you like me to look so you don't get spoiled? No, I don't care. They're probably not coming back, so there won't be. They're not coming back. They're not coming back. This show is so fucking stupid. They probably didn't think they would make it that far. I don't think they did get that far. Like we talked, we talked about how they they like write like by the seat of their pants week by week. Like they're not thinking about what's gonna happen in two years. They don't have well, a five-year plan. if I were in the room. Well, that's the thing. I think like, you should simply say, have a list of things that you say you're going to pay off eventually. And every yeah. now and then you check the list. Say what, what you will about Kripke. He did do that. Supernatural did have a five-year plan. Like, it got thrown mm-hmm. off track because of, like, the writer's strike and stuff. But, like, they knew what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, they knew what they, they were building to improvise towards. a little bit, but... God, anyway... Uh, also, Sam says, when Cass died, you were wobbly, but now, after Bobby. Yeah. Well, yeah, wobbly. and, like, that's why he's mad, right? Is he's mad because he's, like, Dean wasn't strong enough, so I had to be the one to do it, and, like... He wasn't strong enough to murder his daughter, Sam. He uh-huh. wasn't strong... En- I'm so sorry that he wasn't strong enough to murder his daughter, and he made you murder <sighs> his daughter. You could theoretically make this work in terms of, like, what Dean did to Amy, like, broke Sam in a way, being like, well, now this is who I have to be. Like, if I'm going to continue to, like, 
be aligned with my brother, I have to accept this ideology or I'm going to go crazy. And that's like, I am fully internalizing, yeah, you got to kill the monster because it's the only way I can like move forward from that. But, but it's like, so out of character for Sam. And yeah. it like, it just reads as like, well, Dean killed someone I cared about. So I'm going to kill someone he yeah. cares about and see how he likes it. And it, it's just yeah, literally like, that's awful. Not... Yeah. Yeah. It's miserable. This episode's miserable. Yeah. And then, um, Dean's like, oh, yeah, okay, well, you're just as screwed as up, just as screwed up as I am. You're just bigger, which is not funny. Like, why are you stepping on this confrontation between brothers? Like, why why are you doing this now? It's not funny. This isn't the time to be like, oh, I said something stupid because I'm mad at you because you murdered my daughter. Uh, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's so bad. Anyway, Sam's like, just don't get killed. I don't care how you cope. Just don't get killed. And Sam, Dean's like, whatever. You can't stop me from being suicidal. I'm mad at you. It's so it's so goddamn awful. How do people take this? People hate this episode, right? Please tell me they hate this episode. I can. People tell love you Emma. Well, yeah, people will love any any child that they can put in front of Dean. <laughs> like, wait, genuinely? I mean, the Emma that could have been. Yeah, nobody actually. Like, if you think about, about I mean, it doesn't fit in this season at all, so it doesn't make sense for this to become the season arc. But in a better world where Supernatural didn't have to have the stupidest big monster plots of all time, if this was, you know, the Amazons landed Dean with a daughter who genuinely didn't want to be a monster, and they had to reconcile with the idea of, well, maybe Dean's daughter is a monster, and that's okay. Um, and then she was just on their cases with them or whatever. And then they had to be like, well, maybe this monster that we're hunting is also a person. Like, that could be something interesting that they would have to grapple with because they have a little monster daughter sitting with them who's going to see how they treat monsters and maybe she'll internalize that shit. And so they have to be careful with how they deal with things. But no, instead, we will kill her in three seconds because she was, of course, going to kill. Like, it's it makes me bash my head against the wall. It's so bad. I'm in the, I'm in the Tumblr tag right now, and it's just a lot of like what if and and parallelograms. Yeah. Okay, people did. There were people who liked this episode because I'm on the Winchester Family Business fan site right now, looking at the recap for this episode and reading the comments. And yeah, the I mean, I guess there are some people that are like, well, this is this, like we're so deep in the show that we're just gonna accept its fiction for what it is. Uh, I mean, I guess if you don't mind, it turned into a soap opera for the last 10 minutes. Like, that's whatever. Well, but it's not I even just like, a soap opera. It's a bad well, soap opera. I, I more mean, it seems like most people have fully internalized this show's, what this show believes about monsters, whereas, like, we are all much more critical about that. Like, the the there's a comment here that's like, People can debate whether Sam's actions were right. Personally, I think it was a clear and un- it was the clear and unambiguously right decision. Okay. 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 Um, never come within three thousand feet of me, please. I'm looking at the TV tropes page just for fun. Um, <laughs> one of the li- the items on this list is, but we used a condom. Dean insists that he did, but either he's lying or Lydia sabotaged him. Accidents happen. Um, there's actually a bit where during the episode when this comes up he like thinks back to the night and like there's a moment where he like looks like he's kind of remembering something fondly <laughs> which is so funny just as like you could have just dodged the question whatever um let's yep. see so i i have found a post that says we're just collectingly deciding to pretend that the slice girls episode does not exist yeah 
Um, it seems like everyone's like, I will take this character who is Dean's daughter and I will leave everything behind. Yeah. I don't know what else you do with that. I mean, I guess, I don't know. Anyway, in order to move forward from this episode, you just literally have to pretend it didn't happen because the next episode is like so lighthearted and it's a good Uh episode, except that it follows this one and doesn't follow through on any of the emotional plot line of that. Yep. Mm -hmm. There is one fan artist holding up the, the... The Emma Winchester with all of her, with with Dean and redacted. Uh, there's Wild. one fan artist holding up that entire that entire AU, and honestly, so valid. <laughs> all right, well, actor facts time because I don't want to talk about this episode anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Professor Morrison was played by Harry Groner, who was Mayor Richard Wilkins in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, Lydia was played by Sarah Canning, who was Dylan Ware in Primeval New World, Melissa Connor in Remini, Jenna Summers in The Vampire Diaries, I believe a fairly major character in that show, Jacqueline in A Series of Unfortunate Events, Charlie in Hospital Show, and Catherine Drew in The CW Nancy Drew Show. Madeline the Amazon leader was played by Jill Teed, who was also Madeline Drake in uh, the second X-Men movie, Laura in Cold Squad, and Colonel Alasky in Halo 4. Emma was played by Alexia Fast, who was also Kristen and Kaya, Callie Winter in Manhattan, and Mona Wilder in Dirk Gently. Um, oh, and that's it. I thought there was one more, but no, that's it. There um, are... Um, oh, sorry. I didn't no, realize you were not finished. No, go on. There are 656 works in the tag for... Uh, in the character tag for Emma. Wow. Um, of those, 81 are tagged with alternate universe, and... 57 with alternate universe canon divergence but that doesn't Ah. include things that are like specifically tagged like dean is a mechanic which is also alternate like sometimes it's not tagged properly so it's hard to tell but at least 57 of those are canon divergence tags okay well we're gonna take a break now i'm gonna go eat some food and think about my life uh and when we come back we will talk about Episode 14, Plucky Penny Whistles, Magical Menagerie. Episode 14, Plucky Penny Whistles, Magical Menagerie, written by Andrew Dabb and Daniel Laughlin. They did an alright job with this one. I, I had fun with this episode. Uh, we open on Sam absolutely booking it from a scary clown. He barricades himself in a warehouse, but uh-oh, there's two clowns, uh, and he starts to fight them as there is a... or <laughs> he starts to get the shit beat out of them by... Uh, beat out of him by them as there is a clown explosion glitter title card which is pretty fun um <laughs> it's pretty great 60 hours earlier frank calls them from a pape phone off the side of the road to remind them that the plot exists before they go off on another goofy adventure they investigate a guy in a morgue all covered in welts who was attacked by a giant pacific octopus uh the welts look nasty the, boy talks, the boys talk to his widow, and she punts them down the road to talk to Stacy, their nanny, who was there when he died. Um, also, her daughter's, like, watching them, uh, watching him, like, throughout this scene. Uh, Dean goes to talk to Stacy and tells, uh, and she tells him uh, that it had been the kid's birthday, and they'd gone to Plucky Penny Whistle's Magical Menagerie. So, yeah, y'all know what's gonna happen next. Uh, also, neither of her parents were there for her birthday party. Um, which is rough for her, and she thinks there's a monster in the closet. 
Sam talks to the kid, and she says that she tried to warn her dad that the monster would get him. Uh, also, her mom's like, no, go away. Um, and we then cut to a guy being chased by a unicorn. Uh, he leaps over a fence and then hides against it, and then the unicorn impales him through the fence. It's pretty grody. It rocks. Um, cut back to the cold open where uh, Sam is shooting at the clowns, but they just bleed sparkles and are fine, and then they continue to beat the shit out of him. Back in time, Dean investigates the unicorn murder. This guy also had a kid. Dean interviews the mom and learns that he and his kid went to a friend's birthday party yesterday. Um, Dean talks to Sam about plucky penny whistles, and Sam's got childhood trauma about those places because Dean would leave him there. Uh, he's scared of clowns. He goes there nonetheless and discovers a truly dire draw-your-worst-fear wall. Uh, he talks to the manager, and we briefly meet the guy who trades tickets, who is a huge weirdo, and learn that the guy who got killed by the octopus... Uh, wait, was that... Sorry, was it the guy who got killed by the octopus who had a freakout, or the guy who got killed by the unicorn? It was kind of unclear. The guy who got killed by the unicorn okay, was sorry. the freakout. The other one ditched. Right, right, right. Uh, the guy who got killed by the unicorn had a grade A freakout in here, um... Also, in the background, we see a single mom waitress who has left her kid here uh, to do homework. His name is Tyler. Uh, Sam's about to leave when a skittish maintenance guy gets his attention and tells him to meet after closing. Uh, Sam goes back and tells Dean about everything, and Dean tells him that Unicorn Guy's son drew a sketch of a unicorn killing his dad. So we have drawings coming to life. Uh, cut to the maintenance guy who has to clean the ball pit, but in doing so, he is dragged under and eaten by a shark uh, right before Sam and Dean show back up. They find some shark art. Cut to Tyler in the morning, back at Plucky's, and uh-oh, he drew a robot destroying the city. I'm, like, kind of disappointed that they don't pay this off, but it's fine. It would probably be difficult <laughs> to do. Uh, the boys try to figure out what's going on. They're going to do a bad cop, watchful cop routine. Uh, so Sam goes and gets mad at the staff while Dean kills time playing, um, uh, what is it, Plinko? No, it's not Plinko. It's the, what's the ball game? Oh, Skee-ball? Skee-ball, thank you. Kills time playing skee-ball for a giant slinky and makes friends with Tyler. Uh, it's not the manager. It does not appear to be the weirdo who trades tickets for toys. Uh, but when Sam grills the guy in the lion costume, he books it. Uh, Sam and Dean chase him to Goofy Music. When they catch him, they learn he just made meth. But also, there's a spooky sub-basement, and they'd hear spooky stuff coming up from the vents sometimes. On the way back, Dean overhears that Tyler's art got stolen, so his mom might be next, and they might have to deal with a giant robot. Sam tails them, and Dean checks the boiler room to find an evil magic book. Oh, hey, it is the weirdo who trades tickets. He says he needs to do this. He has to take out bullies. Uh, he sent those clowns after Sam, which is now we're caught up in time. Uh, Sam and this guy talk about bad parenting. His brother drowned. Uh, Sam fights the clown. And then Dean throws the drawing of his dead brother into the fire, and his brother kills him with, like, water magic, makes him drown. Uh, rip to that guy. Uh, and Sam is saved just in time for the clowns. Uh, we ended the episode with uh, uh, Sam getting Dean the Slinky, which is cute. Yeah. And uh, we end on this like clown puppet that Dean jokingly got Sam. was like, are you over your fear now? Not really. And he leaves it behind and they drive on the sunset. Yeah. A very tonally different episode, as we said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I murdered your daughter. Here's a Slinky. It's uh -huh. fine. It's fine. That never happened, so it's fine. Yeah, we just have again. Just, just pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> Though I guess we should talk about the fact that they do acknowledge what happened last time. <laughs> so as I said, like Frank calls them from this payphone. I do like that, like infosec, the like spy dead drop stuff. Like that's all kind of fun. They're 
Um, but then Sam's like, okay, I found a thing to look at over in Kansas because we got to keep hunting stuff because we got dick on dick. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> and uh, Dean's like, all right, let's do it. But a few simple rules, okay? No babies. In fact, no baby mamas. What? Dean? It's like, no bars, no booze, no hot chicks of any kind. It sounds like, wait, wait, wait. Did you just say, Dean says, hey, you spawn a monster baby. See how quick you want to dive back into the pool. I can't believe that we just had to watch all that. And Dean's response is just like, ha wasn't it so funny that happened? I'm staying away from women now. Literally. He's yeah. back to celibacy. They should have just not talked about it. They literally should have just not mentioned it. Just pretend yeah. it didn't happen. Because it's not going to have any, like, emotional weight on anything. Like, Amy, at least Amy's death was, like, a whole, like, thing for, for like, the first half of the season. But, I mean, perhaps rightly, because, again, how do you, like, deal with this with a, a degree of emotional, like, realism without absolutely, like, turning the show upside down from what it's supposed to be? Which yeah, is you would have to shatter the, the family TV structure. Like, yeah, you'd have to break the show. You'd have to crack it open like an egg. Yeah. And uh, they so did not So maybe you do shouldn't that. put things in the show that would require cracking yeah. the show. Like, just yeah. a thought. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe you shouldn't have done that. Maybe it was a bad idea. The stakes starts rising and they don't stop rising. God. Anyway. Anyway, it doesn't happen. Um. <laughs> when, when Sam says we got dick on dick, Dean goes, that's a vivid way of putting it. Oh, are you picturing it now, Dean? <laughs> Penis. Two dicks chilling on hot dogs. <laughs> zero feet apart it's dick on dick um like I said they go check out this guy who got killed by an octopus um there's like they gesture towards vampires here for a second but I think the octopus just like killed them with its with its like octo beak yeah the the octopus has teeth the drawing that Sam sees later oh right 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 vamptopus octovamp that's fun Dean is a good little way. vampire um portmanteaus that's little vampire what will pay off later <laughs> oh i'm not <laughs> supposed to get what you're, you're saying not supposed okay to get that. don't worry about it just put that All in your right. pocket for like a year okay um less than a year <laughs> this is a fun way to get around the uh the the budget limitations of this idea of just like seeing the the victim of this attack like we get to imagine the monster like that's the special right, effects on the corpse are pretty cool yeah, the welts look good. Mm -hmm. I mean, the it's yeah, because it's good. it's easy to do like like prosthetics on a human compared to making a whole ass monster. Yeah, this guy's like jacked up. Like he's he's got like welts as big as like little balloons. Yeah, he's got like apple sized, yeah. orange grapefruit sized suckers on him. Yeah. It's great. Can you actually get suckered to death? Well, I mean, he got. I mean, he got. It said. Um, he got his neck he bit. He got, like, suckered and then bled the man out. Yeah, but can you get suckered to death? Oh. Be right back. I'm going to Google, can a giant octopus kill you? I mean, it could, like, break your neck, probably. Like. Yeah, but that's not getting suckered to death. I think if you that's got suckered to death, break. it would be through, it would be in an indirect sort of way. Like, if the octopus so the did enough damage to you, them. you may die from your, like, wounds over time if they get, like, infected or you get A too many, like, broken A giant Pacific octopus bones. is actually venomous. Oh. Cool. So, yes? Dude, I mean, again, that's not the sucker. Are. No, it's got little stingy bits, right? It's got, like, a like a stinger, stinger in one of its tentacles. I thought or, that was where their dicks were. One of their tentacles is their yeah, dick. Yeah, hold on, hold on. The okay. giant Pacific octopus 
uses its venom to incapacitate and devour its prey. However, the venom itself has very little effect on humans and is unlikely to cause hmm. any lasting damage or harm. Where does the venom, where do they secrete the venom from? Is it from the suckers? Is it, it from like the skin on the... I should link this now. Pacific octopus venom, where it come from? <laughs> where it come from? Uh, it has venom glands in its body. So yeah, I guess they're just like bits on its tentacles that just secrete venom. It secretes. Venom. That's sick. Octopuses are so cool. Octopuses are aliens. I love them. Ooh, common side effect of the venom is swelling. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why this guy's like so particularly swelled up. Oh, wow. There's an image of a giant Pacific octopus eating a shark. Whoa. How big are the giant Pacific octopuses? Big. They're called giant for a reason. Yeah, that's fair. Starting to understand why people were afraid of the ocean and thought there were krakens in there. Um, Goodness. they're like, uh, um, head and torso are a similar size. Like if you put them next to a human, like it's, it's like basically proportionate. Uh, and then like they're their tentacles sized. can like stretch out there. So they're bigger than a person. Like they could wrap yeah, up a person. They're very large. They're, they're big. I want an octopus to give me a hug. There's a, there's an image here for scale of a diver next to a, uh, a giant Pacific octopus. Big boy. They big. Big friend. Okay, well, that answers my question, I guess. Oh, yeah. also, I just remembered. this. Happy episode 69. Oh, yeah, we forgot. I didn't forget. I was waiting for a good moment to say, happy episode 69. Oh. I thought I, we should have said that at the beginning. Yeah, we can put mm -hmm. this in the start. Oh, I could. I could do that with, with editing magic. Um, the magic of, or the movie magic. Okay, so yeah, Vamptopus, um... Like I said, they interview this lady, and she's like, go talk to Stacy, because, like, yeah, it turns out that th this girl's parents, like, barely are around for her. I do wish... <sighs> I think there's a lost opportunity here. Um, what a shock. Because later they talk about Sam's uh, trauma, uh, and I do like that's, like, uh, uh, it reminded me of the episode, uh, the Stri was it the Striga episode, where Dean leaves Sam in the hotel room to go play arcade yeah, games? Yeah, 118-something Wicked. Yep. I really have the brainworms, don't I, to, for for being able to remember that. <laughs> um, one of us. One uh, of us. Yeah, it reminded me of that, and like that's fine. Like it makes sense, but with the theme of like bad like parents or like neglectful parents and like kids being left behind, like it could have been John. I feel like they missed the. I mean, I guess it's kind of there because Dean leaving Sam like kind of implies that that John is neglecting both of them, mm -hmm. but but yeah. they don't really focus on that because all the John stuff is long over now because he's dead and the show can forget about yeah. him. John left Dean to take care of Sam, and Dean left yeah. Sam to go trolling for chicks. Yeah, but that's like we have to tease that out of the episode rather than like it could have been a bit more. Also, once again, this yeah. is a Dab and Laughlin episode, and Dab is a Dean misunderstander. That's true. So true. Well, I I don't know if that's wrong about Dean, because we've seen him do this. Yeah, I just think... I do definitely know, think it's... Grain of salt. Sure. I'm not I'm not, like, throwing yeah. this out of the canon. I just think, like, it fits with his specific idea of canon. Sure. Um, Dean's like... I would never say this. <laughs> um, Dean points towards the... Uh... The uh, there being like potential cheating here with the with the nanny because he watches too much porn. He's like, this is right out of Casa Erotica. But I don't believe that ever comes up again. I don't believe that is true. She says there was nothing going on. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't right, right. In the next scene when they talk to her, 
Uh, Sam's like, I thought you said no hot chicks. Dean's like, we don't know that she's hot. And we see her and she's... To be fair, Dean does not flirt with her. No, he doesn't. He's, he's perfectly respectable. He said no girls. Yeah. He's very good at this denying This is himself. his gay era. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's pretty. She's like... She is. No. Just, just a... I don't know. Looks like she's in her late 20s. Looks like a typical nanny. Um, we have a... Uh, we have a... Uh, I don't know this woman's ethnicity. She's not white. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find it, but it doesn't... I don't think she has a Wikipedia page. Yeah, but... Um, uh, so we have... She doesn't say, like, her family history, because it doesn't yeah. generally do that. Looks um, like... It it's fine. It does use the G-slur in her description. Oh. Not as Whoa. her ethnicity, just... Okay. Just casually in, in replacement for Bohemian. Ah. Well, all right. Okay. Thanks for that. Not uh, well, that was probably her. Generally, um, IMDb pages are written by like agents or publicists. So, mm. anyway, um, we would. My point is, is, is hey, we have a we have a woman who's a person of color who survives the episode. Yay! Yay. <laughs> she does not come back up again. I don't think she, does. She have a name? Uh, yeah, her name's yeah, Stacy. Okay, she is mostly for exposition though. Yes. Um. So yeah, there's like the monster in the closet, blah, blah, blah. Dean's like, gotta talk to the daughter. Um, this also doesn't really go anywhere. Like, I guess the thing is like, she drew it. She drew the monster and thus like, knows that something is wrong. Like, she saw it, I guess. Do we even see her drawing? Yeah, well, we don't see the placement, but we see her drawing on in chalk on the sidewalk. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Well, wait, but that's not the drawing, though. No, she's no, just it's not the drawing. But that... she's just drawing it again. Yeah, in the way children do. Yeah. So I guess like she drew it and then, like maybe saw it before it attacked her dad. Because the implication is that she knew that something was off, like with the drawing, like or maybe she just drew it and then was like, "I have to warn dad because I, I don't know." I'm not exactly sure. The, the, it doesn't super matter, but yes, we do see her her chalk drawing of the octopus with the with the it's got teeth, right? Yes, it has a big scary mouth. Yeah. Well, um, what happens next? Oh yeah, the guy gets killed by the unicorn. <laughs> okay, fun fact. Um, this is actually technically the first episode of Supernatural I ever watched. What? However, okay, okay. Here, here's the story. I'm pretty sure my um brother and his girlfriend who is now my sister-in-law i think they were watching it and then i was like oh, okay i should watch the supernatural show with the you know the guy with who's the demon with who's gay with the angel yeah you know um and so they must have been watching it and they must have left off halfway through this episode so i saw this scene with the unicorn uh-huh and like three minutes after it and i was like what the fuck is going on and I was so confused because it didn't. I, I didn't grok that it was not the first episode because I just hit, hit play and I was like, I don't know. What the hell. Um, so That's I so I did not watch Supernatural that day. Um, and I went back later and I watched the pilot and I was like, hmm, where's the unicorn? I was waiting for the unicorn. <laughs> oh, I like its trail of like rainbow fart gas that it leaves behind it as it it's runs so away. It's so funny. It's so funny. Um, yeah, it's great setup and payoff. Like when you we see him lean against the thing, everyone's like, oh, "I know what's gonna happen next. That unicorn's gonna stab yeah. him." 
It sure does. It sure does. You would think that if you know that you're running away from a unicorn, unicorns <laughs> yeah. really only have two weapons. Yeah, just keep running. Their hooves and their horn. I would not like lean really close up against the like plastic thing yeah. that can easily be stabbed through. Like I don't like going towards windows in general. We know this. That's why I'm, I'm afraid of windows. Um, <laughs> but like. What if the you horse outside the window had a horn? Oh my god, more we need you to add another, another <laughs> to that drawing. Um anyway, <laughs> like I would not I would keep myself as far away from its its weapons as possible. It just it just seems stupid. Yeah. Uh speaking of stupid, we cut back to Sam getting the shit kicked out of him by these clowns. Uh this is some it's of the so best funny. fight choreography in the show up until this point, it's I think. So the good. way he's like knocked around is so like slapstick and good. There's a bit where like he gets punched into one clown that like holds him. Well the other one does his uh Donkey Kong neutral B where he like swings the arm to charge up a super uh -huh. punch. He does like a little. And then, like, if I remember correctly, he doesn't even punch yeah, him. It's really funny. Yeah. This should yeah, be exactly what a forehead. fight scene with clowns is like. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I said that back. And the whole time this is they're exactly just what a fight laughing. Scene with clowns should be like. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they're like cackling Shut the whole time. Fuck you. <sighs> uh, I literally drew. Let me show you guys the emoji I drew when when Sam mentioned gigolos earlier. Later. Oh god. Oh, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Not gigolos. I, I was waiting for this payoff for the end of the episode, but I can do it now. Well, I'm just gonna take a picture of the emoji I drew. So um, also the uh, the costuming and the the use of color on the clowns is great because we got this drab warehouse and it's just like these bright like green and yellow and red clowns like uh -huh. it's very it's very silly it's good. Yeah, I love how Dean says ninety nine point nine nine percent of clowns cannot kill you. These two guys <laughs> and then the Rakshasa. That's it. Uh huh. And then the <laughs> other guys later. Yep. Oh, Dean. 99% of clowns anyway. cannot kill you. These guys um, who are summoned by your fear are an outlier and just should not have been counted. Uh -huh. Sam continues to say, like, if it bleeds, you can kill it, uh, because later mm -hmm. um, Dean will have said this to him about clowns. Yeah, I think um, it's also pointed this out. Like, the, the jumping forward in time for the reverse flashbacks, like, does... I think it adds nothing to the episode, um, that no. could have just been a reveal later. We don't need to know that it's coming. It doesn't do anything for us, but whatever. Um, I think probably they shot, like, the whole fight scene, and, like, in the edit, they were like, this is a little bit too long, so we're just gonna, like, put this throughout the episode. Actually, you know what it probably is. You said this was a, a Dab and Laughlin episode? Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is the same thing they did oh, in Yellow Fever. You're right, you're right. They do like to do this, don't they? Yeah. God. Except it's not as funny this time. No. Anyway, there's my emoji. Anyway. Yeah, yeah you're um, right. That's a good point. So it's cute the first time you hear Sam quote Predator. That's a good emoji. And, but it works better when Dean quotes Predator and then Sam repeats it. Like, that's yeah. cute. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't work if we've already heard Sam quote it. You know? Like, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's fine. It's like, oh, what's it's happening? Fine. It's like... not the worst crime Supernatural has ever done. Yeah, I think the cold opening works. I think the, like, random cuts back to the fight don't really, yeah, but... Yeah. <laughs> That's a beautiful emoji, Ash. It's very good. Thank you. I was... <laughs> um... Yeah. That's the thing I'm sensitive about. 
Um, we get like a brief reference to the uh, the the Ted Raimi episode with the evil coin, the like wishes going out of control thing. Because uh, Dean's like, is it that again? He's like, I'm saying it. it's a dead end with this whole wishes gone wild thing. Um, because we had the teddy bear monster, like we we did have that happen. Mm-hmm. Be careful what you wish for. They also the mention a episode. tulpa. Yes. Yeah, we get tulpas again. Uh, what what was that? That? Oh, I think that episode was called Be Careful What You Wish For. No, it's called oh. Wishful Thinking. Oh, uh, Wishful yeah. Thinking. Thank I have you. the brain Yeah, worms. Wyatt. God. Oh. I just, God, to, Wyatt! To me, it's just the Ted Raimi episode. That's valid. The Quarry is the Ted Raimi video game. Uh, Ted Raimi's so good in The Quarry. He's so good. I mean, he's the weirdest he's, fucking guy. Ted, Ted Raimi is good in everything, is the thing. Like, it's he's true. great. It's I love him. Um, anyway. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, Dean's like, is this your clown thing? And this is where they do the, yeah, 99% hate kill you. If it bleeds, you can kill it, blah, blah, blah. Um, so then, then they Sam goes to uh, Plucky Penny Whistles, where all your dreams are good. Um, <laughs> this place is a nightmare. This place is a nightmare. Shout <laughs> out to this place. Creepy. This it's... is like one of the... Go on. Did you guys have or is that a local thing? I don't, I don't know think. if it's a chain. That's my question. No. I've never heard of okay, such a Okay, hold on. Now thing. I'm worried I might have doxed myself. Um, I get like a children's ministry like thing when I look this no, up. No, no, it's just the end. Oh, it's not in. No, it's kids. Oh wow, this place is dire. It's exactly Hold like on. this, but I think I'm gonna have to redact the name because it looks like they only have one location. <laughs> they do only have one location, so take out the name, please. I'll say okay. that again. It reminds me of this one specific play place that we have that I can't say the name of because there's only one location. Um, that looks very much like this and has like oh shitty God. little ball pit area and, you know. I mean, there's loads of the these carpet. all over the place, right? Yeah, I just don't want to use the name. This is the one that I had. That, yeah, no, I just mean one. like everyone knows a place like this. Like when yeah. they when they just like turn an industrial warehouse into like a like uh, uh, family entertainment center, as I guess they're called. I feel like I, I think we have one of these. But I don't know if it's Triple Play that I'm thinking of. Triple Play has an arcade, but it also has a water park mm -hmm. and a mini golf course, which is why it's Triple Play. But I think Alex, well, ours had like the, the was tiniest. Play that one place that you won the, the jackpot world. two times on that game. That just runs around in the corner. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Triple Play. That was ours. But it was cooler because it had a water park and a mini golf course. You went all the way to Idaho for this, Emma. Idaho is an hour away from me at most. I guess. That makes sense. I, like, it's like New Jersey to you. I get it, but weird. <laughs> it really is like New Jersey. <laughs> um, I so I, anyway, uh, anyway, as I was going to say earlier, this set is great. Like, I don't know if this place is like real or like they used a like similarly, they used a place and like changed the name or like, or they just outfitted this place because like, it's there is so much going on here like there's a lot of extras in the background like doing stuff there's like a million things like all over the place there's like big horrible clown heads there's like merry-go-rounds there's those like things you put a quarter in and ride um there's like there's four like, different mascots there's like loads of signs yeah there's like a horrible animatronic like clown mascot guy who yes. like watches sam that's great like they they pull out all the stops for this one there's a guy dressed up as a clown there's the lion guy and then there's that fucking bug oh yeah mascot. the bug 
I have no idea what that's all about, but apparently Pucky Penny Whistle has friends. Yeah. Well, they always have friends. That's true. You need to the have... bug is a diversity hire. You need to have more... <laughs> You gotta have more people in suits. I love the evil basketball and the fear wall. Literally, like, shout out to the evil basketball. I want to know. I want to psychoanalyze this kid. I want to know why he's afraid of even evil basketball with hands. He probably got hit in the head with a basketball. I was afraid of basketballs for a little while. That's fair. In the head with a basketball. Um, then we meet. Uh, a, I didn't think it had teeth and hands. Is it Jean Holiday? Jean Holiday. Jean. Jean. Jean Holiday. Um, who is great. She's great. I really like her. She's a really fun character. Yeah, I love her. She's the most, like, I. she's the most, like, I know this person from school. Like, this is one of my classmates. Like, this is extremely, oh, like, yeah. uh, she mentions, like, I did a couple semesters of college and then I, I did this job. Like, I know I don't look like it, but. Yeah, no, I, yeah. This is probably like a relatively small town. This would happen to me. Uh huh. This is just like a well-written woman in Supernatural, which for particularly for so Dab true. and Laughlin is rare and surprising. Yeah. Yes. She just like has such a chill way of talking. She's like, yeah, it's like uh, uh, Dean starts talk. Dean Sam starts talking to her, uh, and is like. She comes over and is like, real beauties, huh? We rotate them out once a week. Kids love having their art on the wall. And he's like, draw your worst fear? And she's like, I know, but we don't post the truly evil stuff. This is the standard crap, like sharks and ghosts. They like, shake hands, like, I'm the shift manager. Uh, it's like, why even ask the kids to draw creepy stuff? And she's like, uh, some pop psychologist came up with it. The owner's obsessed with aiding child's development. Uh, put them, put their sketch in a block. Voila! We plucky magically transforms it into rainbows and candy. Personally, I think it's a little hooey, but they say if these fears run wild, then it affects kids longer than their adulthood. And then we get Sam being jump scared by this laughing clown puppet. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. She just like she, she just there here, is man. she just works here. Yeah, she has like such a I just work here vibe. <laughs> She is literally just some guy. Like later when when Sam does his bad cop routine on her and like Dean falls around, she just like scurries outside to like take a smoke break. Not just a smoke break. She's smoking weed. Oh, is she? She's got a fat blunt. She has got a fat blunt. Oh, I missed that. And they call her high times in the text message. Oh, yeah, no, I she's 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 weeding out, it up. Shut up. I would probably also need to be on some sort of substance to work in a place like that. Uh -huh. It would be so uh, it would be so overstimulating. I'm so glad I didn't go to Chuck E. Cheese very much as a child. <laughs> um. Anyway. And yeah, it's around here somewhere where we see um the 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 killer, Mister Mister Ticket Man. Yes. Um. I don't remember. Oh, maybe I it's think Sam meets him, scene. and then Dean meets him later. I thought Sam right? met him in this scene. Yeah, Dean meets him later, but I'm pretty sure he was here briefly in this scene. Yeah, that's my thing. No, Sam meets the janitor here. He meets the janitor here, too, but I think Sam walks past him. because our... oh, IMDB says he's in this scene. No, he doesn't Hold say, on. like, he doesn't have a line, but he's just, like, in the background. Or, like, he might, like, mutter something or whatever, but... Oh, there's a lot he going on He might say something to scene. a kid? Yeah. I think he talks to a kid. Hold on. I'm going to look. Hold on. Do, do, do. Come on. 
Oh, this clown puppet, it's so vile. It has glowing red eyes and skin is like all like waxy it's and melting. Fun. It's they great. Made that I want to know scare people with. What the hell? Yeah, I want to know where they got this clown puppet. Like is it did they get it from somewhere else? Like is it reused from somewhere? Or did they build this for the show? This is like I always want to know this stuff. This is like where's Waldo in this scene? Like where is this guy? I know like IMDb says he's in this scene. <laughs> His name's on the <laughs> actor on, X, right? Oh, sorry, Amazon Amazon Video says he's in the scene on IMDb. I'm just saying words. I don't know. It doesn't super matter. He'll come up more later. Yeah, I'll let you know. Um, but yeah, Dean talks to the 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 janitor who's like, "Something fucking creepy going on here, man." Talk to me later. Also, the lion is playing like patty cakes or something with someone in the background. Yes, it's so cute. Yeah, I saw that. He's doing a little dance. <laughs> it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, when, he gives a little girl a hug. Yeah, when yeah. when Dean is telling Sam that it was a unicorn that killed uh, Billy's dad, um, he <laughs> Sam's like, so you know he was killed by a horse or whatever. Um, and Dean goes close, but no sea biscuit, which is really cute. Honestly, I like that line. That <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like there was a bit where we talked about them talking about the fact that unicorns aren't real at some point over oh, the course of the show. They certainly um, yes, said that was yeah. in. Yeah, it was when they were talking about angels for the first time. Yeah. Four uh, two probably or something. Also, I found the guy. He must have been um, he, well, he's oh, he's standing at the yeah. front desk when Sam comes in for the first time. Oh, he's at the very start of the scene. Yeah, and he says, "Welcome to Plucky's, where all of your dreams are good." Oh, he's the one who says that because it also says that on the sign. Yeah. Okay, I thought he said something. Yeah. He's very weird. That's good. Him being the murderer was good. Like, I like yeah. that they seated him in early, and it's like, who's this weird guy? And, like, for a while, you think, like, oh, he's just, like, the weird guy who is, like, read the employee manual and, like, committed it to memory and said that I'm going to make yeah, this my whole personality. The Cyril Karn of the oh. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I mean, he boy like, to Tony Gilroy, and, like, Hey, Tony, what does a family entertainment center look like in Star Wars? A can Cyril card please work in one? I need to see Coruscant Chuck E. Cheese. I need oh, to see it I, right now. This, I, yeah, I didn't know how badly I needed to see this. Oh, that's going to be dire for the droids. They make them wear all sorts of stupid costumes. Oh, God, it's like yeah. the slave labor Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, uh, anyway. <laughs> um, so Dean has the unicorn uh, drawing, but also underneath it, he has just like a regular drawing of a leprechaun, which is very funny. It's like the draw your worst fear art, but it's just like a smiling leprechaun with a pot of gold. Like the kid didn't even draw him scary. He's just like, yes, I'm going to draw a leprechaun. And then Dean is like, yeah, leprechauns are scary. Mm-hmm. He's such a weird person. I mean, they did have to deal with that leprechaun. In the fairy yeah. episode. In the fairy episode. Clap oh, yeah, in the fairy believe. episode. That's right. Six, nine. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's the 69 episode. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. That one had the doctor guy from Star Trek. Yep. Um, yeah, so the boys talk. Uh, we talk Gene does this janitor dirty. He's literally walking out, and she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, the ball pit needs to be she... completely sanitized. Didn't tell you that before. Yeah, not the... Yeah. Like, 
not a cool thing to say is someone's like yeah, literally ready yeah, to, to walk out the door. Yeah, bad. Like I like I like Jean, but but this is this is bad managing managing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, not the ball pit. Not the ball pit. I've never it is a, seen it. Is like, a good effect. This looks pretty cool. It's fun. It's a good scene. It's a, it's another good way fun. of like having the monster without showing it like this guy uh-huh. just getting like bashed around like pulled down into the ball pit it's good also i've never seen so one of these vacuum things before i had no i was i guess this explains how they get all the balls out of the pit yeah yeah it takes so it takes so long like this is like a two-hour yeah, job like he yeah. couldn't have done this earlier I like it's so late he better this. be getting over to yeah like in the middle of the night too like for real this sucks I mean, I do like this is I do this. I'd like put on my big old headphones, listen to a podcast, and just clean the ball pit. Like that'd be therapeutic for me. But I wouldn't want to clean it out with puke. Well, yeah. I'd clean the ball pit, but I would not want to clean the ball pit if there were. Yeah, you What if there was something the, like, else balls, in the ball like, pit, Ash? What if there was something else that happened in a ball pit? The Dashcon ball pit. Are you talking? Oh. Shut the fuck up. I'm not I was listen. I'm not saying you didn't even think of it. I'm so disappointed in you. I'm not saying that like ball pits are like horribly gross and unsanitary. Like we know this, but also it would Mm -hmm. be fun to suck up all the balls with the vacuum cleaner. I'd enjoy that. (laughs) I like sucking up balls. Speaking of the like next thing that happens is that Sam and Dean are like, yeah, there was a a body, whatever. They think the ball washer did it. And Dean goes, the what? He says the ball washer. And Dean goes, the what? He says the ball and like realizes what's going on. Yeah. He's such a loser. Yeah. It's yeah. So yeah. <laughs> See, this is a funny dick joke. I can't believe that they're doing this right after the kill your daughter episode. <laughs> I know. This show is so stupid. The ball washer did it. The ball washer. Uh. The ball. <sighs> and then they take a peek at the body and they look at each other and Dean goes, that's a shark bite. Yeah, yes. <laughs> The ball washer did not do that. I like yeah. that also there was, this was set up earlier with her saying like, oh yeah, lots of kids draw sharks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Dean, and we do know ghosts can actually kill you as well. Dean on site recognizes that this shark must be 20 feet long um, because he watches Shark Week. Because <laughs> he watches Shark Week, yeah. The week of sharks. Uh, yeah, that's, like, how see, not, Sam? see I know, like, uh, uh, that, like, this is understanding Dean. Like, this is correct. I know, it's I know David Laughlin had made Week. mistakes with this, this character, but Dean watching Shark Week is perfect for him. Like, yes, that Shark is Dean Week Winchester and the big slinky, that's Yeah, Dean. the big slinky, yes. He is so enraptured by the big well, slinky. Well, and bonding with Tyler, too. Like, this is a good Dean episode. Yes. Yeah. Yes, for the most part, Dean is good in, in here. It's a very, it's, he's in character. Uh, the bit where, uh, like, again, reminding me of the, um, the Ben episode with the, with the, oh, no, wait. There is there a bully no, in the yeah. Ben episode? There is, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah there's okay. bullies and they take his game. Right, right, right. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay. And Dean tells Ben to kick yes, him. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay, okay. I wasn't, I couldn't remember for sure if that was a different kid because there was another time too where Dean was like, hey, bullies, they said. Yeah, that was Todd. Um, But uh, yeah, in this one too, there's the, there's the kid who's just like cheating at skee-ball, like putting the balls on the thing. And Dean's like, hey, stop that. And the kid's like, ah. An adult man yelling Which, at me. Are you a fucking cop? It's skee ball. They're tickets. Yeah. Also, Dean takes those like, tickets. Okay, it he does, he does take those tickets. I I do understand that it is important to teach children 
integrity and to not cheat. However, it's fucking skee ball. Yeah. <laughs> fucking cop. And then he takes the tickets, which is is even funny. It is funny. It is very yeah, funny. Yeah, it is, it is cop behavior. The thing I was thinking is less like the kid cheating and more like it's it's shitty for the kid to just be there, like putting balls in again and again. It's like, other kids want to play this game, man. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you just going to sit That's here and like farm tickets? All right. Yeah, I figured Tyler was going to be like, hey, can I play? And he was going to be mean about it, mm-hmm. which would have been like fine. But I was just like, you're really going to, you don't even work here. <laughs> you're going to police kids on how they get their tickets. Yeah. Normal adult man behavior. I don't know. I don't work with kids. Yeah. Emma, would you would you tell a child to stop cheating at skee-ball? Um, yes, but probably because if I was in that situation, I would be the one in charge of the child. If I saw a random kid, I'd be like, hey, that's not cool. But I wouldn't like actually chase him away. I don't know. Whatever. You're such a, you're such a good influence. <laughs> There was this one time I was at an arcade, recent, the most recent time I was at an arcade, um, and there was this one particular game that was really good for me for farming tickets without cheating because I was good at the game and it was a like, mm-hmm. high yield. Um, like if you do skee-ball, you got like three tickets, and this one gave you yeah. like 30, you know? Um, if you were was good that? at it, which I was. It was like one of those like press the giant piano key like really fast. Um, oh, yeah. So it was, it was high yield because I was good at it, and therefore it was worth just continuing to play this game anyway so i got the high score and i walk away whatever and then i come back and this kid is telling his friends that he got the high score no you fucking didn't that's my (laughs) high score (laughs) so i think what happened is he got the one that was 117 and i got the one that was 119 and pushed him out of the top score and he didn't notice that the score was not the one he had left it as so um that's very funny it's fine whatever i was like i'm not gonna argue with this kid what like who who, who give a shit but as soon as he walked away gonna... i did in fact beat his new high score <laughs> it's important it's important to them that we know that. yeah all of you know that i kicked this kid's ass when was this This was like last month <laughs> uh there is a there, uh i used to watch uh the canadian uh montrealer uh Let's Play Channel, Super Best Friends play all the time. And they had a recurring bit about whether or not to hold back if you were playing kids in a video, like playing with a kid in a video game. And one of those was like, no, you got to kick that kid's ass. You got to teach them about the real world. <laughs> you got to teach them humility. I waited for him to walk away. I wasn't mean to his face or anything, but I uh. did destroy his high score. <laughs> and now Many you are insulting over. him in front of our audience of millions. <laughs> yeah that kid's vibes suck if you know this kid fuck you <laughs> what if the have you ever considered that the kid might just have bad vibes <laughs> uh okay so um they're like combing the place for for info and he's like seriously dractopus sea biscuit the impaler land shark what's next and then we see killer robot <laughs> yeah yeah also Tyler looks really familiar, and I don't know if it's because he is actually familiar to me or if it's because I've seen this episode before. Yeah. Tyler? Wyatt, do you have actor facts um, for this child? Tyler was played by Jacob Davies, who was Pinocchio in Once Upon a Time. Huh. Have you seen Once Upon I a have, Time? I have, but I don't know if I ever saw Pinocchio. And I remember okay. Once Upon a Time even less than I remember Supernatural. Yeah. Okay. I w- Maybe he looks I like was, I was... to me. <laughs> looks kind of like i was joking with mitch about like the future of this podcast and us potentially becoming like the uh greater vancouver metropolitan area show we just watch every show that was filmed here (laughs) (laughs) 
It's like, all right, let's do Once Upon a Time next. Oh my god, why not necessarily right now because we're doing a podcast, but you have to tell Emma about Charlie's. Oh yes, Charlie's okay. job application. No, I'm just gonna do it now. It's okay. fine. Um, Emma, my partner applied for a like tour guide job, and the mm. tour guide job, which she did not tell me about until uh, they uh, emailed her back and were like, um, like, yeah, these are your credentials or whatever. It's a supernatural tour guide show to <gasps> tour guide thing. It's like guiding people around the, the greater Vancouver metropolitan area and showing them all the places where supernatural were filmed. And That's it's like, so yeah, we would, we would prefer that like our guides be like super fans of the show. She's like, well, I guess I have to watch supernatural now. And I was like, you Incredible. should tell them on your application that your boyfriend has a supernatural podcast. That's so they cute. literally added me in the Discord. Uh huh. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's so, so funny. funny. It's so funny. Living in Vancouver must be fun. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> anyway. Um. Anyway, yeah. They're this. They're trying to figure out what this is. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, we cut back to more of Sam getting his ass kicked by the clowns. Yeah. Uh, they throw him into a car. They're like cackling with each other. They're bros. Yeah, they're giggling. One of them the goes night. like "wee" and like hits him, and they're just kicking him back and forth. It's great. Like as much as this didn't have to be here, it mm-hmm. is pretty fun. Yeah, the fight scenes are fun. They're just like completely random yeah. in terms of when they show up. But whatever. Yeah. Um, so they talk about what this could be, this is where they talk about the Talpa, they're also like, could it be an angel? And he's like, a little imaginative for the God Squad, don't you think? Angels could be imaginative? I miss Gabriel. So true, yeah, I, I mean, was literally about a, to like, say. I, what are the angels doing right now? Vibin. Cowering. Well, like, there's like, most of them are dead. Maybe yeah, not most, like, but a lot of a, them a, are dead. Like, yeah, Cass killed a bunch of them and then like immediately died, and now they're just like up in heaven, like looking around like John Travolta. Do you think they know that Cass died, or are they just waiting for him to come back? They have to know. They're angels. That's true. That's yeah, true. they would hear him on the radio. That's true. Like, I'm surprised they're not like trying to like regroup or do anything about the Leviathans. That seems like a bad thing to have to like th- that's happening. Yeah, they're keeping a low profile. Maybe we'll find out what happens yeah. to them what's been happening with them when we do find out the next time we hear yeah. from them, maybe we'll learn about it. Um, anyway, this is where, uh, they do their good cop, bad cop, or sorry, their, their bad cop, uh, uh surveillance cop routine. Yeah. Uh, this where is where my Sam's notes say, hey, to, Sam, shut the fuck up, yeah. bad boy. Yeah. Sam's going to like deliberately scare people using the power of the state to see if they later do anything suspicious. I do yeah, think it's interesting that he's like, yeah, the interrogation's not the interrogation's not gonna work, but this might like scare them out of the woodwork, and then we can follow them. But again, like even that doesn't work. Like the guy they skill, the guy they scare is like a meth maker, former yeah. probably. Yeah, he's now like he's just it was a my brother. Stoner. We got the same fingerprints. <laughs> he's like, also, he's like, you ever I've do ever mushrooms? Had. It's like you ever do shrooms in a ball pit? It's and then he's so immediately good. like, I mean, I never did. That was not me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Apparently, he. He and Saul, the the janitor, would shroom in the ball pit. Which, frankly, yeah. it does sound incredible. Yeah. Um, there is a so, bit here where Sam is like, so, you know, you just hang back and act normal while I interrogate people. And seems like, okay, I'm just going to be a guy in his 30s alone yeah. in this place for kids. That's normal. Yep. So they go back. Um, Sam goes to interrogate 
uh, Gene, and then <laughs> Dean like comes over to the ticket stand and meets uh, Howard as is ticket ticket man, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he's like, "Howdy, friend." Dean's like, "I want that giant slinky. How much? A thousand tickets. American dinero. How much?" Oh, we don't take cash here at Plucky Penny Whistles. Only tickets went through hard work and determination. Dean's like, you mainline the Kool-Aid, huh? And he laughs like, ha 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 It's such <laughs> a creepy laugh. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why like it's Ski-Ball specifically. Because today, if you play Ski-Ball, you get double right. tickets. Double yeah. tickets, yeah. Right, right. Double ticket day. I love that Dean just makes this his mission. Yeah, I know. Like, well, he doesn't have anything better to do. Slinky. Yeah, I know. He's like, well, I gotta kill time here. I'm gonna get that. Yeah, until slinky. someone comes running by, you might as well play. It's ski about ball. his missing childhood. So true. Yep. Um, there's not really a lot to talk about with Sam's like uh, bad cop routine. Uh, he does, he does say he does all. say I'm the federal government pal. I can do whatever I want. Like, okay, we are nodding at the at the power structures and implying yeah. that they are bad and yet you continue to participate in the power structure curious yeah i mean you're talking about this all the time yeah. like they use the tools that they have available to them and it turns out if you put on a big scary suit and pretend you're a fed people will listen to you yeah libertarians i do like that um i if it hits it fits howard's character that he's like the state i love the yes. state it's like, special mm-hmm. agent, wow, I want you to know, sir, that I really appreciate what yes. you do. Like, he is he is drinking the Kool-Aid in every manner of this, of, yep. in every sense of the word. Yep. Uh, this is where uh, Dean makes friends with Tyler when they get the, the kid to stop cheating. Dean and Tyler both say jackass together. Yeah, yeah Dean-coded kids. Oh, we love yeah. to see it. He's like, I don't want to eat the pizza, and Dean's like, it's pizza. He tells her to. He tells him to cut his mom some slack. Um, oh, I guess we do get like some butt. And Dean goes, "What? Yeah. Come on, it can't be that bad." And takes a bite of Tyler's pizza and but spits like, it out. And you know, goes, that he is less butt. like he less like spits it out and more just like lets, lets it, it fall out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, like, it's very yeah, funny. Yucky. He's being goofy. Um, it's good comedic timing. Yes, that is butt. <laughs> um, before that, we do get a John. We do get like a brief nod toward John that I forgot about. That's oh like, yeah, I've been. Dean says I've been where you are. He says your mom made you camp at a stupid Plucky's after school, and Dean's like, it, no, but my dad he hauled me places. It's like she's working a tough gig. It's true, Tyler. You have no yeah. idea. Yeah. He's like, you know, she's exhausted. You should take pity on the old. <laughs> So true. Dean is leaning hard into this I'm so old angle. Into, into this is being like the fourth 30, time yeah. he's mentioned it. <laughs> yeah. So he's practically um, on he's his like, deathbed. Shut it's up. Like you're, you're scared of uh, robots. It's like they have laser eyes. It's cute. But I think Tyler and, um, oh, what's his name? The guy from the bank Which episode guy? with the shifters. Oh, oh. I almost had it. Robbie? No. No. Ronnie, Ronald, 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 Ronald. Yeah, Tyler and Ronald. Ronnie. They need to talk about laser eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Too bad they killed his ghost already. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so this is where they chased the guy in the lion costume. We talked about this already. Um, somebody stole Tyler's robot drawings. Like we got to deal with that. Um, this is what gets Sam out of the episode to go get attacked by clowns instead of tailing <laughs> Tyler as he was supposed to be. Uh, and then Dean has his confrontation with Just Howard. Just fucking Freud's this guy. 
Oh yeah, I mean it's, <laughs> it's so funny hard, that the but... like the mise en scène is just like right there in the background. He's like, ah yes, I can tell what's going on from these drawings that this man has kept since he was a child in this like weird like back room magic shrine. Yeah. In the sub basement. Yeah, I kind of like the the whole power of imagination, Delio, the power of fear. Like I like the mm -hmm. the magic of this episode. Yeah. Yeah, like, he's using some kind of magical altar and stuff, but seems like that still wouldn't be enough. And Howard points out there's power and fear, and when a child yep. draws what he's afraid of, a little of that mojo ends up on the page. Um, he does also uh, need, need to get a piece the of the parent, too, which is a nice, well, the, like, yeah, magic target. needs cost. Yeah. yeah, 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 the target of the person that he's he's attacking, yeah. Um, I also did like that earlier... Um, I guess it's, like, a little contrived, because it's like, well, it's not just someone going after the parents because they killed the maintenance guy, too. It's like, yeah, but the maintenance guy is going to talk, though. Like, that's fairly obvious. Yeah. But they did they did have, like, that, like, very fried herring. But it's like, yeah, Dean's like, why'd you kill him? He's like, he, he wouldn't he shut his mouth. mouth. Yeah. And then Dean just straight up murders this guy. <laughs> well, no, no. Ah, <laughs> uh, she just murdered the guy. He, he just summons a ghost and then stands back and lets it lets it work. Because murderous ghosts are bad unless they're your murderous This was ghosts. not the opinion they had in Hollywood Babylon. <laughs> yeah. I love you yeah, ever Dean did deliberately summon that ghost. He did do that. He did do it on purpose, knowing what it would do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the same thing as firing a bullet mm -hmm. from a gun. Means and ends, you know. So yeah, Dean did kill this guy, even though the framing of the show was like, no, no, yeah. Dean didn't Sorry, do it. Sorry, baby girl, you killed that guy. At least we've yep. moved on from the whole, oh. It's bad to kill people. Yeah, I mean that happened already like yeah. this season, didn't it? Didn't they kill that that <laughs> that guy? guy? Which guy? We talked about this. There like, was like definitely a dude... yes, but I can't remember which guy. Uh, I don't remember either. What episode was it? I don't know. I'm gonna have to go look at the list. In season seven. So like they had the whole thing with Amy, and then I swear they killed a human this season. Oh, probably. Let me check through my notes. Uh be so nice if my notes were legible after the week we did them uh the psychic guy oh yes and the mentalist seven seven thank you mm -hmm. that was gonna take forever to find thank you for getting there faster yeah um, they well then they didn't they didn't uh dwell on it then i'm glad that they don't dwell on it because it mm -hmm. they've tread this ground so often and their problems are so much bigger not that it's well, yeah, and they okay. Kill, they kill humans all the time whenever they kill a, a exactly. person possessed by a demon. Yeah. I, I, I'm glad that they have just decided to hang a lampshade on it for the most part. And just... Um, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. You know. Yeah, Sam just shoots and kills. Yeah. Uh, that, that, yeah. Very little so. hesitation. Yep. Um, so, and then, yeah, Dean uh, ghosts and kills this guy. Yep. And, like, it's particularly fucked up because not only is he killing him, he, like, with yeah. a gun, he's he's having his brother who drowned and traumatized yeah. him drown him. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is fucking... It wasn't roadkill. What was... Uh, oh, the one, with the, the one with the dream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that, too. Yeah. This was thing it? of, like, just desserts, but it's really just re-traumatizing. Yeah, the guy who gets killed by his bully or whatever. His abusive the, dad. Like, dream nightmare. Oh, it's his dad. Yeah, well, that's oh, a type that's of Oh, that's true. I forgot about that one. Yeah, I was thinking the one where they, like, road ra rash the guy again. Oh, Yellow Fever. Oh, yeah. the Was that Yellow Fever? Yeah, that was Yellow, was Yellow Fever. Fever. Yeah. God damn it, Evan Laughlin. 
having the guy's trauma kill him is not yeah. a satisfying conclusion for your hero to take. Mm-mm. I mean, it's it's like quote unquote satisfying in the writing one hundred and one thing. It's poetic that, like, justice it's closing the loop. for the it's trauma poetic. to occur. Yeah. To ugh, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's poetic justice. It's bad social justice. <laughs> yeah. It's. It's more, I, I will say this, it's more interesting than just shooting the guy from a narrative perspective. Yes. The fact that they don't, the fact that the, the narrative clearly doesn't care or, yeah. or or otherwise doesn't, like, recognize the, like, the ickiness of, like, purposely re-traumatizing someone in order to kill yeah. them. I mean, this is the this is the classic, like, morality of the show. It's like, this guy's yeah. gone too far, so he needs to die. Uh, there's no reconciling with him because the bad guys in the show are not allowed to, um, like, uh, you know, go, go to therapy and get over their trauma. It's like, once you've been traumatized enough, like you just gotta go. Um, and like, he's killed a lot of people. Like he's not a good person, but like, yeah, it's, yeah. he's, yeah. And it like, yeah. obviously like there's, go ahead. Sorry. Obviously state shanks, state sanctioned, uh, like execution bad and that is kind of basically what they're doing here is they are deciding who gets to live and who gets to die and so like that's one thing like that's the that's the world that we are living in in this show the 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 doing it specifically in a in a way that is disturbing to the person it's like it's it's extraneous you know that's why it weirds me out more that's why i'm like dean you really didn't have to do that you should have just shot him (laughs) Because it's 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 almost like torture before you kill them. I don't know if that makes sense, but like yeah, no, yeah, and I like agree. specifically Howard, Howard's whole thing, right, is that his brother drowned and the adults never listened, and so they quote unquote let him die, which I think also has this interesting connection to the way that we see him react to, as we mentioned, the state, right? Like he respects the feds. Uh-huh. Um, I think there's, you know, an undercurrent of like. Child Protective Services could have helped that kind of thing. Where, well, like, his... and this guy admires justice, right? Like that's his whole thing. Yeah, like... he wants a power larger than the parents to make the parents responsible for their children, um, and he is blowing the parents' crimes out of proportion by murdering them. Um, but he did, yeah. in fact, get traumatized by his family not listening to him when his brother was dying, and the solution is apparently drown him too like what yep the the ghost doesn't even speak the ghost doesn't even say like you shouldn't be killing people the ghost doesn't say it wasn't our parents fault the ghost says nothing howard just says it wasn't my fault i'm sorry and then drowns yep mess yeah, no, no, it's interesting because it's like this scene is like six minutes or whatever like that's a lot of time to like sit Mm -hmm. with this character um because i have to get all his motivations across because we don't really like we just learned that he's. Oh, the killer. I remembered what I was. Uh, but say. like, uh, oh, this is a guy who could. Who I mean, even within the bioessentialist nature of this show, this is a guy who could be quote unquote fixed by yeah. therapy. He really just yeah. needed to go to therapy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like it's it's implied that there is like guilt he's repressing about also yeah. having quote unquote let his brother die right. Like he also didn't save him from drowning. Um. Nobody saved him. And, you know, he says, like, all the kids whose parents I'm murdering, in the long run, they'll all be better off. I would have been. Like, did he kill his parents? We don't know anything about where his parents mm-hmm. are now. 
Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he did. Maybe that's the first first people he got with the with the yeah the spell book. But this is like a this is a and a, I think that's a, kind a, of a, a missed villain. opportunity. We could have had the yeah. ghost yeah. say like, "Why did you kill our parents?" Yeah. You know, get some fucking yeah. Greek tragedy in there. Uh huh. Yeah. And and I can't remember what's the word for when when you when jail works. What is that called? I know jail does it. Rehabilitation. Rehabilitated. There we go. This is a this is a villain who could be rehabil rehabilitated. He is not a monster. He is just a murderer and a murderer due to like trauma. So like, <laughs> you did you very much did not have to do this. They never have to do this. But like it 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 it's very interesting to me that like this is the way Dab and Laughlin decided that they would cinch this. Which the same thing happened in Yellow Fever of like this character who was vulnerable who is doing bad things. Um, who should be stopped because people are dying. Um, but like the 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 solution is to traumatize them to death, <laughs> with which like the poetic justice. Yep. It's it's just weird because he's just a guy. He's just a guy. He's just a a guy who needs help. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. Anyway, no, it does. Yeah, I mean this happens all the time on this show. Yeah. On a very different note. As the ghost murders Howard, um, we cut back to Sam, who yeah. is fighting the clowns, and the clowns just go poof into glitter, and he looks around and spits glitter out of his mouth, which is very, very it's funny. It's so funny. I love how the I love how they bleed glitter. It's great. It's great. Sam mentions later that one of them spritzed him with seltzer water from his flower. I don't think we got to see that, and that's disappointing think... to me. It's so funny. It's so funny. Sam fighting yeah. for his life. Literally. Dean thinks it's very funny when he comes and he's just got the glitter all over yeah. him. It's so good. And then he says juggalos and I go insane. Uh-huh. Sam's like, what now now what else could a clown possibly ever do to me? I feel what good. What else could a juggalo possibly ever <laughs> do to you? What could possibly go wrong around juggalos? I wonder if that's ever going to be relevant. Don't worry about it. Um, Dean says, show you guys, I hate it here. Sam, I'm sorry for psychologically scarring you. Sam's like, which time? Haha. -ha. Again, Sam just killed his daughter. Literally. Yeah. You know, like, if we ignore that that happens, it is very genuinely good that Dean apologizes for abandoning Sam in this place. Uh, it, it's good, um, yes. When they were kids. It is good yes. that they have grown enough that Dean can acknowledge that that was not a cool thing to do. Yeah. And Sam got him the slinky. Sam got him the slinky. Sam got and then the slinky. Dean, Dean gets the little clown doll that we saw earlier in the episode, which is a good joke. It's it's very older brother behavior. Uh -huh. And uh, that's the episode. Yep. It was fun. It's got the usual supernatural problems, as we just discussed. Yeah. But I had fun with it. It was a nice panacea after the, uh, <laughs> the first one. God. <sighs> All right. Certainly episodes to have back to back. Yep. Give us our actor facts. Tyler's mom was played by Carolyn Cave, who is Catherine Scott in Crash and Burn, Sammy in Dirk Gently, Beth Marsden in Siren, and Jolene in Van Helsing. Uh, Jean Holiday was played by Jennifer Spence, who is Joanna in the 4400, Dr. Lisa Park in Stargate Universe, Betty Robertson in Continuum, Olivia Mori in the Bletchley Circle, San Francisco. Grace Day in Travelers, Carmen Amari in You, Me, Her, Kathy Torrance in Traces, and Winnie Sugimoto in Family Law. 
Um, I guess we didn't mention that she is uh, Japanese, or at least like uh, uh, I think her mother's Japanese. Anyway, um, so that's another uh, person of color who survives the episode. <laughs> um, the coroner was played by Rob Van Meenen, who is one of the protagonists of the currently airing show Zarka. Um, Kelly Harper, the kid of the guy who got killed by the octopus, is played by Ali Skavby, who was also Becky in When Calls the Heart and Young Tully in Firefly Lane. As I said earlier, uh, Jake Tyler is played by Jacob Davies, who's Pinocchio once upon a time. And the guy who got killed by the octopus was played by Trevor Lerner, who is Bert in Virgin River. <laughs> and, uh, that's us done. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, please rate and review us on the podcast platform of your choice. Leave send us comments uh etc um what are we talking about next time next time next. we're watching repo man 715 i don't know these episodes anymore hold on um, let me so i'm scared of looking at the synopsis yeah um i'm looking at just the cw provided summary and it's a demon episode that's all i got and Ooh, out with the old uh has some cursed ballet shoes Sweet. <laughs> okay i Maybe kind of vaguely remember Repo Man. I don't remember. I don't remember the quality of either of these episodes. I've heard of the Cursed Ballet Shoes episode, but I don't know why. What can the Harvest hope for if not for the care of the Repo Man? Okay. So until I was next just time, start singing Little Glass Vial. <laughs> <laughs> until anyway. next time, we will be driving away, having faced our childhood fears and moved on from the horrifying trauma we've inflicted on each other. Not me, obviously. Nice. I'm still afraid of windows. <laughs> <laughs> and horses. <laughs> and horses! <laughs> I'm not... I, I, it needs to be stated for the record, I'm not actually afraid of horses. No more than any mortal man should be. <laughs> but if a horse appeared staring at me through the window, I would be scared. Oh. Right, everybody. <laughs>